goes one one another week passes by very quickly yep uh we are in october happy october yeah man how's october. it going good man good. october but uh, it's a very uh, fast moving uh year i suppose just like normal i know yeah? uh, this is episode 31 wow which, you know which is like when did we start we started in march february or march oh so we started in 2019 Yes. Wow. Hey, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. We've been like trying to. We've been trying. Like, I think we've missed like one or two weeks. You know. Right. Well, we can make it up if we really <laughs> want. To. If you want us to make that yeah. up, we can make that up. <laughs> we can make uh, that up tonight if you want. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> shit. But uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, today is uh, Tuesday, October first. I guess um, those things start like is it Drawloween or Halloween drawing? It's or? Inktober. Yeah, yeah, Sculptober. Yeah. I was there's, actually, a, there's a lot, huh? There's like twenty different kinds, probably. I was actually thinking about doing that. Like, I was uh, maybe like after I'm done with this, I'll probably go back to the studio, draw up something, and probably every day I'll do a new drawing and try and sell it. Oh, and make sure you sell it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> the bottom line, it has to be sold. It has to be sold. Yeah, it has to be sold. Yeah. You know, so it's, uh, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's so much work. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much work doing the mailing. Like it's, oh. you know, like the drawing part's fun, but right. like, like the packing and mailing oh. and like, it's like, oh, I don't want to fucking do this, you know, but, yeah. but it could like, you know, be helpful. Yeah. You know? So who's going to start the top fives today? Um, I'll, I'll start the top five. Okay. All right. Let me cr- crack open the old top five list. All right. Um, so, uh, this past weekend I saw first love by the amazing and the twisted Takashi Miike. Whoa. Yeah. It Legend. is a uber violent, you know, y- Yakuza kind of you know, romp across Tokyo. And um, I honestly, was I walked away thinking this is probably one of Mike's best Yakuza movies. You know, he's kind of known for two different genres of films right now. Um, He's known for Yakuza films and the bloodiest of samurai movies. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, that's... He's, didn't he do? He did a lot of other weird movies. Before yeah, he's that, done but, like Yatterman yeah. as a as a live action. I bought the DVD of that, but never watched it. But like you know, I I, I would say this is probably a close number two now to Thirteen Assassins. Wow. So, uh, what does First Love mean? I mean, is that like a big giveaway? To talk? no, you okay. know, I, I I went and saw this with my buddy Vince and like. We were talking about the movie afterwards and both kind of realized, like, what did first love... I mean, like, I guess, like, the, the protagonist and the um, the two protagonists, uh, the male and the female characters, it could be considered their, quote-unquote, first, like, loves, uh-huh. you know, because they're both, like, fucked-up characters, you know? But, like, 
it doesn't even really kind of get there. Like you never see the characters like share a kiss or like oh. you know hold hands. I think they hold hands. I mean, when they're running for their lives, I think they're holding hands. You know, but like that's kind of what you do. I think when you're like running for your life, especially if uh, there's a is it a male and a female running yeah. for their lives? Yeah. One of them's going to be faster than the other. Yep. And that faster one's going to pull the other one. Exactly. That's just how shit happens. That's how shit happens. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, so uh, is it present day? Um, yes, it is a present day film, and it's only screening in one theater in Southern California. Wow. It's screening at the New Art on Santa Monica and Sawtell. Up the street. Um, le- is there any actors in it that are of note that you've recognized? or? Um, from- not really, because I'm not that dialed into Japanese cinema, but I do know that the the main actor from the Tokyo Ghoul films is the main actor in uh, this film. I see. You know, so Tokyo Ghoul is um, this manga turned anime turned live action movie. That's actually pretty good too. Right. You know, if you can get past the really bad CG. I mean, it's not really bad. It's just, like, obviously CG. But, of course, I don't even know, like, when something isn't obviously CG. Like, <laughs> you know, like... Well, you know, if that means they're maybe doing a good job, I don't know. Yeah, like, if I, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I so, like, but, I mean, like, you know, when arms turn into tentacles, it's obviously CG. Right. When, like, wings of blood sprout out of your black back, that's obviously CG. And not, It's not a blood packet? No, no, okay. it, it's it, and they control it like their actual right. wings or some okay. shit like that. All that right. That's the total gotcha. cool thing. Anyways, um, my number two um, involves one of my my personal favorite things, and that is Japanese candy. Wow, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, Japanese make the best fucking candy. Uh, okay, so do you think they make the best gummies? Well, that's actually what I'm. I brought to the table today. So I've heard others say uh, absolutely not. Uh, the greatest is in Sweden, you know, because they have a lot of Swedish gummy candy. Uh, Germany, of course, and then of course American, right? Look, I'm, you know so what? Just, 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 if you're only content with gummy bears, then fine. We'll give the gummy bears, specifically bear-shaped gummy candy. They're the fucking Swedes and the Germans. Right. But when it comes to gummy candy in general... What about Swedish fish? That's not gummy candy in my It's kind of gummy. It's kind of... It's, it's like a... It, kind of. It's, it's, it's more a like hybrid, a, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like, like a, a, it's like a jelly. jelly. Yeah, a jelly gummy candy. Oh, oh, oh yes. It's a jelly. <laughs> it is not exactly gummy. It's more kind of jelly. Yes, gotcha. Exactly. But I still like those, too. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love Swedish fish. Yeah. I, I even like the multicolored Swedish fish. Oh, me too. But this is something that I actually discovered a long time ago in the one of my second trips to Japan. And I found it here in a Japanese supermarket recently in Little Tokyo. And that is gummy candy for men. <laughs> Tough gummy. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? It okay, is. Wait. And me... here's another one. Here's fettuccine's oh, own hard, hard boiled. <laughs> you know, the? that's like John Woo movie, right? Yeah, here. exactly. And it's this is a cola flavored gummy that is not very sweet. It's probably more sour than it is sweet because there's a kind of a fizzy sour thing going on for it. But like, um, yeah, oh, I, I, wow. I I just kind of thought it was it's amazing and like I'm tough I'm, gummy. If I recall, those aren't very sweet either. Sour powder. Yeah, so it's a little sour, yeah. you know, a little more tart, you know, lightly sweet. Wow, okay. Maybe even like a firmer kind of gummy. Like, an, like I'm a kind of a fan of the old gummy bears. Like, when gummy bears have been sitting around for a long time, and they're a little bit more toothy. Right. You know, um, 
But yeah, so like the Japanese think of everything. They even have Pocky for men. I just think this entire like men's candy line thing from Japan is amazing. You know, so it's like, yeah, it's. So would our females kind of going to eat this just because it says for men? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Because like I. I eat the female candies, the sure. gummies too. Like they have these weird fruit ones that apparently are, you know, it's all it's written in Japanese, so I can't fucking read it. But wait, wait so what makes a man candy here? Like, what is it's it? It's a tough candy. I know, but why can't why can't females like have the you know? Because it's is it not, just more sour? Is it more sour? Because they're delicate flowers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, ladies. I'm okay. just kidding. Well, there's, there's no ladies who listen to this. So. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, I, I think that like you know that like you know the the candy's a little bit firmer. It's a little more sour. It's less sweet. And look, look at these like <laughs> ambiguous shapes. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. cubes yeah. and rectangles. Rectangles. Like it's yeah. not flowery. It's not like shaped oh, like or fruit. Heart, or no heart shapes. No heart oh, shapes. Oh. It's not shaped like a cola bottle. You know, it is. Pure right. masculine geometry. <laughs> square. <laughs> like a square jaw. I, I'm going to try one of these right now. I, I, I want to try one too, as a matter of fact. Yes, please. So we're trying tough gummy. gummies. Yes. Tough gummy, which is actually the... the okay, wait. I'm going to get a red one and a green one. Okay. Yes, go for it. So there, this, this um, pouch is also like... What black on the top? Black. Tough is in gold. Yeah, and uh, red. Yeah. Red like blood. I'm going to... Oh, yeah. it's tough. Yeah, <laughs> it's tough. Wow. Now this might have something to do with the fact that you know they take a slow boat from Japan um, to our supermarkets. <laughs> or, it's tough. I think it was like this when I when I tried it. So this is really good. And that was ume flavor for sure. Mm-hmm. Ume like uh, pickled plum. Mm. Very good. Mm-hmm. Wow, and sour. Mm-hmm. But a very good texture. Mm. Like wonderful texture. It's a great texture. Yeah. Like and it's also not um sticky kind of gummy. You know, there's gummies that aren't sticky. Right. This is actually like a really clean but yet chewy, but still it's not sticky. Right. Yeah. So you think that's um because I, I think ume. it has a cherry kind of flavor. I, I think it, I'm pretty sure it's ume. I'm sure you're probably yeah, right. Yeah. And now we're, now we're gonna try the green one. Oh, it's also really good. Yeah, yeah. It it appeals to our masculine senses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what flavor that is. Mm. It's also some kind of plum. I don't know. I can't even read it. They do do green plums in Japan, yeah, right? They, they do. Um, the green plum. Often they drink that, put that in like shochu and stuff, like mm-hmm. in alcohol. Mm-hmm. But that show was good. Mm. Wow, tough gummy. Tough gummy. Shit. Gummies for men. That might be one of the my favorites right there. <laughs> Seriously. Wow. Well, the next time I'm in Little Tokyo, I'll grab you. I'll buy you a pack. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> it, gets a, it gets a profanity. <laughs> tough gummy, everyone. Get tough gummy. What about this hard boiled? Do we dig into that? Uh, please. Have, I, I've already dug into it. You oh, know, okay. I, 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 like, I usually can eat one or two pieces oh, yeah. and I'll be like, fine. I'm so this right. is hard boiled. Another candy for yeah. those at home. Who By are, Fettuccine. Yeah. Uh, it's a, um, a cola-flavored uh, candy. It, again, it has a lot of red and yellow. Um, softer texture. Yeah. Maybe a harsher um, 
crystals of uh yeah like it's not sugar it's something else mm. I, I don't even know what the the textures are oh, but that that one it's because it's flatter mm. that just went away quick <laughs> i mean it is good it is amazing but i shit went away too yeah. fast because you know here's another thing like in, in the supermarket here on sautel um they sell like feminine candy they sell candy that apparently um uh, pro- provides the vitamins and minerals that you know are good. Like say, if you're on your period, it says on the packaging in Japanese. You know, um, that's what someone. I think that's what like some of our Japanese friends who are fluent in Japanese have mentioned. And I'll just take. I'll just grab another one from the bag and put it in my mouth and going. Good to know. Good. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. So, Jim McKenzie's on, and he wrote, I'm a lady, because we said only dudes listen. Of course, uh, Jim McKenzie, <laughs> when, when you're looking one way, that dude is the other way. He is. You know, like, I'm just, like, thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to be a sculpture. And I look at that sculpture, I'm like, fuck, that's a sculpture. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so, okay, and then, um, whoever, Kawaii Booty Boy 9000, whoever you are. Yes. Uh, he wrote, this is making me crave gummies. Laugh out loud. Manly gummies in particular. Yes. 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 Well, Kawaii Booty Boy. Yep. Are you in, uh, what do you call it? If you're anywhere in Little Tokyo, um, these gummy candies can be found at the Marukai um, uh, supermarket. Wow. That's the one like where the bookstore is above it, right? I think that's Marukai. I'm not yeah. even sure. I think there's, so. Because there's one, I think the Niji, uh, Nijima or is the Nijio? Niji, uh, is, is, is the one that's in the shopping center, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah it's the other one, right next okay. to the um, sh- the Columbia Shuttle Monument. And, and, and Marukai also, I think, are very separate from like Nijia and Mitsua. They seems like they import their own stuff. Right. Maybe they have a you know dis- different distribution system, so they're actually bringing different things in. They got I noticed that. pretty good candy there. I'll, okay. I'll say they have a very impressive it candy is, tree. It is proven right now, yeah, with manly candy, yeah, manly gummy. Yeah. yeah, so that gummy candy is good though. Yeah, Man. it's good. It's really I wanna, good. I just want to chill out and eat gummy candy. Anyway. <laughs> just sit back, watch TV, listen to the podcast, you know, eat gummy candy. You know what? We should do that together. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, anyway, all right. These are these are amazing. I'll eat the whole bag. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll I'll tuck them away until like we need a snack. Fuck. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like really ecstasy. Really good. Yeah. And we just ate Tsujita noodles just so, to uh, fill you guys I in. No. We ate amazing ramen and sukumen. We actually had ramen then sukumen. and sukumen. Yeah. So we went balls out. Yeah. And then now we're eating fucking amazing gummies. Yep. Japanese Damn. man, like they really know how to bring it. They really do. Not that, like, you know, the Chinese and the Koreans don't know how to bring it, and the Vietnamese don't know how to bring it. Like, they bring it in their own, in the Thai and all the other, like, Asian, they bring it too. But, like, man, they don't bring it in the gummy fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Vietnamese gummies are the best. I'm just kidding. I have no I idea. I, I just made that up. I have no idea. Yeah. One of these days, I'll, I'd like to find out for myself. Awesome. Um, so, um, my number three is I need reading glasses. Aww. Oh. Yeah. I'm getting old. Like I'm holding my phone like a foot and a half away from my face. Yep. You know, and I'm like, shit. That's why I got glasses, and these glasses uh, take care of that. Yeah. I, they, they actually. So I went. Just so you know, I got glasses before, and I was being a cheapskate. So I got the frames, and I got my prescription, and I got it online, like an online person to like do the prescription for me. Oh, you and, did and one they, of those. They put the glass in the eyeglasses, and it came, and it works. Right. The thing is, it. 
they're not as good. man. If you go to a, a really good place, yeah. they'll measure like where your eye level is and when you look down, and it's so much better when you get it done right. Okay, see that's that was something you, I was you, going you, to Otherwise, ask. you're gonna look like an old man, like going like you know, like knocking your head back. So you're looking at the very bottom of your glasses. Right. It means they're just not adjusted right for your face and your eye. Okay. So when it's better, you actually it's a much less um, notice. You know, you're 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 not looking like an old grandpa. You're you're a little better looking at because my glasses here are what do you call it? it has the both has the close ups oh the bifocals the, it's got both actually and yeah. it's transition perfect you can't tell and I feel like I'm not like looking down my trying to look at my nostrils or something you know what I'm saying right. I feel like much better about the way these are but my last glasses that I got done cheaply were, were kind of fucked up see like so skimp on that you'll be sorry my our buddy um, Jesse Yu Jeru. Like, you know, I think he has, like, Daiso reading glasses. Because you could go to Daiso and get, like, you know, cheap reading glasses. CVS, Rite Aid. You can right. do it. You can get that. Yeah. And just for that, you can. But. Yeah. And you could just try them on there and go, oh, this one's pretty good. And go go at it. But. Uh, but it, you highly recommend the optometrist. Oh, I really. I'm, I'm very happy I did that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to. So, I, I tend to leave glasses on, though, which is maybe worse. I now wear glasses all the time, which. I mean, for a long time, I was going without it. But now that I can see close nicely and farther nice, nicer, I guess, I just leave them on more. And um, I, don't, I'm a, I seem to be happier with that because right. I couldn't I was doing I was having a problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, and, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an appointment. But I feel really good tomorrow. about I mean, I, these glasses, the frames and the, the lenses. This was an expensive set, man. Right. But you know what? No gripes. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, a quick shout out to my buddy Anson Lee, who's watching us on the uh, the An- live stream. Anson, Anson Lee. Anson yeah. Lee. He's from the Medem in the Philippines. Really good guy. Really big art collector. Awesome. I'm hoping to be back in Manila in March. So and, hopefully uh, see you. You'll buy a piece. Hopefully. Ho- maybe. Hopefully that'd Anson, be amazing. Yeah, Anson. An- so and we, all these artists need support. Thank yeah, you. Yes, Thanks for being do. part of that. Yeah. Um, my number four is I have. Impeachment fever. <laughs> like <laughs> I have yeah. been like on the fucking like YouTube has been playing nothing but news for me. Like you know for the past you know since this weekend, right? You know it's been so exciting, right? And it's just it's just like literally watching a beautiful slow motion you know train wreck. What about this whistleblower? I hope they protect him. Uh huh. I hope they they protect him because like. He or she is, um, there is a good percentage of our population that wants to see that person dead. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Uh, but I kind of want to know who, who they are. Oh, I, I do too. So um, I kind of want to see who they are and then I don't want to see them die. But Yeah, I don't know yeah. whether or not it'll ever get, I, I, I mean, it will eventually, it'll probably get out in our lifetimes, but like. Oh, you don't think it's going to happen in the next like two weeks? It's like. You know, no. Trump's going to be uh, holding a guy's by the hair, going, <laughs> "This was the whistleblower." You know, and, you know what I'm saying? Like very, uh, you know, gangster you know, style. You know, like or the or the, or the cartel, cartel yeah, style, cartels. Well, yeah. You know, I I don't know. I I hope that like you know um, they reveal the person, the whistleblower after uh, their um, what you call it impeachment. After either the impeachment or their what you call when they talk to you know Congress, yeah, the House. So you know there are like, man, I just just from like reading news and stuff. There's, it happens often. A person dies before testifying, right? Right, right. I mean, 
you know, you, you want to believe, ah, no, no one's just offing people. It's just their, you know, natural causes, right? Mm. But no. No. <laughs> people are getting offed, man. Yeah. Uh, it's hap- it happens too many times where I'm reading going, oh, the person died before testifying. What? Right. Yeah. Right. It's, many, it's happened many times. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, I mean, who's the guy that died? Was it one of the Me Too people that the person was going to testify against somebody died? Oh, oh, oh. What's his name? Is that Kevin Spacey? No, no, no. Oh, okay. It wasn't Kevin Spacey. It was, what's one, his name? One of them got away with it. The, the, the millionaire. The millionaire. Not Epstein, not yeah, not, was, yeah. not we, Bill Cosby, or not n- not 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 those guys. I don't know. Just somebody. One of them died, and they, they it was just like what? Because Epstein died. Oh, Epstein died. I mean, I'm talking about people testifying against. You know, just you know, someone was probably murdered. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it happens. So I mean, I think that you know, tell, hiding me, tell the, me about this fever, though. Man, I I you know, it's just it's just so ch- such a delight. I mean, like I was a little, I was a little bit bummed that yesterday and today have been kind of slow news cycles, you know, because like you know, for the for over the weekend and like you know when when you know and most of last week it has just been like one development after another development after another development. I mean, like yeah, like there were developments. Like they realized that like you know Trump was like you know coming contacting the Australian fucking prime minister about like you know having him helping him out and you know this and that how can how can this australian dude help what's he going to do um he was they play the didgeridoo and just what do you, what do you, what do they really what can they really do um uh oh um but like uh, i think that like uh uh Okay, are we good? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I think that the... Hmm. I mean, From my they, understanding, they, they, have... were, they were asking him to look for um, information concerning the... Um, they have, like, great hackers or something? I, I think... Oh, they have Kim.com. What? Kim.com. I'm just kidding. You mega uploads guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know that big dude? <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I didn't even know he was Australian. I think so, or something. I think it's are, are torrents still a thing? I don't know. I, I, I haven't used it in a while, but Kim.com, I think he was from down there somewhere. Yeah. And, uh, dude, he can hack. <laughs> yeah, I wanted, yeah, I was, I was just downloading some albums uh, last night, but I was actually buying them off of Bandcamp. You know, awesome. Because you know, I, like, I didn't musicians want... musicians probably actually get more money, right? Right, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I think, yeah, I think that they, yeah. they just get a majority. Like, I, like, they would ask for a price for, a state price for the download, and... You could add more or less, and you know, usually it's like four eighty five. And I'm like, fuck, just take the five fucking dollars, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And um, the um, you know, and uh, and I could download the like a uh, uh, three hundred and twenty, you know, whatever the higher quality, high quality MP3. Right. So, you know, um, you know, I wanted to support the artists, but like, yeah. anyways. And my number five or my number one, depending on how you look right. at it, is Hoodie weather. What? Yes. We're it's, both wearing hoodies, <laughs> We're both we? rocking hoodies yes. right now. And it's not because it's too cold in this, the gallery. It's because it's been nice and chilly in, in general. I'm wearing my armor again. I feel like a whole human being again. Yeah. You know, like it's it's literally this is like one of my favorite times of the year you know when like the air just starts getting a little bit cooler you know and i get to like wear a hoodie and just like you know have you know i i i you know i i yeah to, to layer it up a little bit just yeah. a little bit you yeah know? like you know i i don't like heavy jacket weather i just like hoodie weather 
I just want to put that like sweater on. I hear you. Like, and it'll be comfortable. Awesome. So yeah, that's my top five. Awesome. How about you, sir? Number one, post a show. What? That's right. I got the invitation. Yes. So not. I mean, I didn't invite everybody yet, but and then one invitation did go out. Yes. So uh, post a show, December, uh, whatever it is, first weekend, first and second weekend of December. Right. Uh, yeah, and uh, that'll be coming up. So, those of you who know what you're doing, get to work. Oh, Post it, show. This is not not to be taken lightly. I, I I'm actually going to be out of town for the show, which means I have to turn my post its in early. Oh, for the first time. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> there's usually the second drop for those that kick ass at the first drop. Oh. So uh, that will be you. Oh. So you should come to that. Hopefully, I'll be in town for that. Okay, well, if you're not, uh, I'll, I'll create. Still, I'll create a second. I'll, I'll still take the post-it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the cash. Thank you. Yes, cash for two hundred. Thank you. Yes. Wow, nice. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. What what year is this? I believe it's fifteen, but we have not properly counted. But I think it's fifteen or sixteen. To be dead honest, I think it's fifteen. You know, I yeah. I, I, I wasn't the first one at the old like location in Silver Lake. Yeah, and it it was at Junk Gallery, which technically the back wasn't ours. It was Junk. Yeah, that was fifteen. It's been fifteen years, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah, because like I remember that that show. And thinking was the why am I in this show? Oh, I could fucking kick ass in this show. I yeah. believe that was twenty five artists only. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's twenty five artists only. Yeah, so it wasn't that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, compared, is it kind of like an open submission thing? Are you taking anybody's work? No, <laughs> no, we've never have no, no. Um, there's been some that are so bad that I just we don't even put them in. They uh, they go into a drawer and then I mail them back afterwards. Right. Yeah. So no, so are there, are there's there, no open submissions. Don't even just send shit in and unsolicited. So are there rules for this show? Um, yeah, basically do your art on a three by three post-it. It has to be a post-it. Make sure you use a post-it. I mean, don't just cut a piece of paper. You um, know, um, a lot of people do that. Yeah, and those all go into a different section. They don't Not even, always, as long as it's a three by three, because you, you usually reinforce with double stick tape. Yeah, but we know when it's a post-it or not. We look at it. If it's not a post-it, it's just like a watercolor paper, right. and it's not a post-it. Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely not. I but own like a Zoe Milk that was done that way. But wasn't it on a post-it? No. Maybe we took it off. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, that's soy milk. Come on now. First <laughs> off, let's let's call it let's call it what it is. That's soy milk. It's okay. <laughs> if you're if you're an art star, it's okay. We'll take what we can get. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, those post-its showed up, and they smelled great, and they were just amazing. So, yes, it's okay. Gosh. As long as it's three by three. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but make but sure. But even if you're but, an art star and it's a four by four, you're getting on. You're going on the. You're going. Bat, you're, you're going onto the, the asshole wall. <laughs> yeah, there's an asshole wall. But uh, make sure they don't connect. They're un, they're hung individually. Uh, Write your name on the back. You know stuff what? Stuff like that. I but would, uh, yeah, don't, don't, make sure, try to use a real, try to use a post-it. It matters. You know, you know what I remember, like, from the post-it show, there was this crazy Smurf orgy piece. Do you remember the Smurf okay, orgy? Okay, that was, was that Jeff McMillan? Oh. Yeah. It from was. Long Beach. Jeff McMillan. It was great. Like, it, like. He is great. It was tiled together so that, like, you know, it was all these, like, Smurfs in, like. Orgy positions. In sexual positions. Yes. And like, but then you had to break it apart. Yep. And like, no choice. Yeah. Well, there was a year where we didn't break them apart and people were doing what looked like advertisements almost, you know, it's like, <sighs> here's me. And it's like, they did a three by four, you know, three, three post-its across, four up. Yeah. And it's like, what's going to prevent somebody from just writing like 
you know, LukeChu.com on Post-its and then making you hang... You know, it's like... Right. Yeah, that, that kind of shit could happen. Mm. I'm not saying people would do that, but it just becomes a big advertisement for yeah. themselves. And uh, no. 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 Not anymore. No. Not anymore. Nope. Okay. We're yeah. not going to take it. No. Okay. Cool, cool, yep. cool. We get enough good shit that uh, we can leave those in the drawer. Does the show get bigger and bigger with every year? It has. Uh, more artists, but the amount of Post-its stay roughly the same. Right. I mean, uh, you know, maxed out. I mean, they're, it's like 3,000 plus post-its. Mm. 3,000 works of art. 3,000 yep. works of Come art. Come get it. Yeah, $25 each. Come get it. Should we make them more this year? 30. Maybe. I think so. I don't know. But, you know, I think so. we don't know. Maybe. $30 is not too much to ask for, like... But then some of them are really kind of shitty too. There, you know? there is that. So twenty five kind of like evens it out, right? You get yeah. the amazing, and then you get the ones that maybe are less amazing. Like but... Nathan Oda always kills it. Yeah, oh, he does. He, he always kills it. But then I'll like fucking like just do some really phoned in shit. You know? Oh, but people always buy yours. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they always do. So it's okay. But like once in a while, I'll do pretty good. Yeah, you know. So I think you're good. I'm. I'm, I'm you're I'm, fine. I'm across the board. You know. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> If it's a bear, it's sold. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep. If it's sometimes it's something else, it's a little tougher. Yeah. 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 I'm. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> I, I I'm not sure what I'm going to do this year for it, but I, I I need to rethink post-it notes and what it, they mean to me. Yeah. You know. So. And I get like uh, Edwin Ushiro uses used post-its. He collects used post-its. Yep. And actually does art on top of those. So oh. he's actually using. Post-its that are used. Yeah. That's you awesome. You know what I'm saying? With notes and shit from other people. They're not his. They're other people's. That's amazing. Yeah. But you, you don't see the notes anymore, usually. You do. I mean, if you look through, you can, you can totally see it. Oh. Yeah. Every year, I'm like, oh, th- these are used post-its. So he's reappropriating, like... Post-its for what they are. Yeah. Wow. So you can't do that. No. It's done. No, he's the only one that does that, actually. Uh, no, that, I, I will leave that with the dominion of Edwin Ushiro. Yeah. Because he's, he's awesome. Yes, he is. That, that's some thinking right there. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. That's art. That's art. Uh, wow. Number two, Rob Sato's talk. Oh, I Rob missed Sato it. did a talk here for a closing night event party, closing evening party, I guess you would say, and uh, uh, it was a good time. Nice. Uh, and uh, he made his art more complicated by by writing it out ahead of time because he wrote it it was really complicated yeah. like way complicated but you can follow it but it was just like whoa this stuff's complicated he well he is a reader yeah and i guess he can write too so i was like oh my god like he was it felt like he was reading out of a textbook uh, yeah that's uh, that's that's a little bit of a bummer but yeah. a little just a little bit not like a big bummer so just, a, just a bit it of was one. fine you know, it but, was fine. It wasn't that long. But, but like, I, mean, I love the way he described like these eruption pieces, like yeah. at the, on the podcast. You know, was it? Did he add like more to his like ideas? He did, and there's just so many that I forgot. <laughs> 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 Literally, I at the time I was like, "Whoa, yeah, whoa, awesome, yeah, okay." And then, and then, like five minutes later, just like you know, when you meet somebody and you forget their name. Oh, that happens to me all the so time. So it was like that. I was like, "What did he say again?" You know, because I have my own like preconceived stuff that always is like number one. <laughs> yes. And then like all the stuff he said, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Then I'm like, wait, I have my ideas. And those are those are like I remember those more. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. So, um, yeah, it, it would be tough for me to recite what he uh, said. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. even want to try. But I mean, I was listening. Uh, yeah. It was rad. 
Uh, kind of. I wish I was there, but like, oh, it's okay. You saw Takashi Miike's movie instead, yeah, and evening. you got you brought gummies, so all is forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> All's good, you know. So it's the gummies that really, like, you know, oh, are the. Dude, the you don't even know how good those are. So good. Oh, well, you know, whenever, whenever you want to bust in, yeah, I know. I know. Here. I'm gonna show you my manliness by eating a tough <laughs> gummy. gummy. <laughs> yeah, tough. Anyways, number three, Lacma Yoshitomo Nara show in 2020. I was shocked by that. I think it was something like April or May all the way to December or something like a, oh, you know, something like that. Great. Must be a serious show. Um, I think it's on a second or third floor of one of those buildings. I don't know. You know, one of the new, new parts of the buildings and, uh, It'll probably be a pretty epic show. Oh, it's probably like you know the like you know how they have that contemporary art um, building. It must be that you know with yeah. the, like the gigantic. I can't um, remember the guy's name. Like there's a name of the, the name of the gallery of it. You know, I, mean, I don't remember. But hmm. yeah, it's probably be there. It's probably gonna rock. And uh, the you know the flyer or whatnot is one of his paintings of one of his girl characters, I guess. And guess then, it's time for me to renew my lock membership. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I let it go because I, I moved away from the from mid city and you know just didn't yeah. have the time to go out there all the yeah. time. But nonetheless, yeah. that's coming. So I want for, for those of you who ask, what's he been doing? What's he doing? Well, that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's that's going big. Well, you can also follow him on Instagram. You know, you can, but Lacma. That's Lacma. big. You know, that is, is big. This isn't some little gallery. Yeah. You know, this is like, yeah, this is LACMA. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like the, it's like the equivalent of Murakami's Mocha show, but not quite. Maybe even bigger because it's LACMA. Do you think so? Is, do you, like, okay. LACMA seems more endowed than Mocha, but what? I, don't, I, don't, I wouldn't know. You think so? Just, it's way bigger, isn't it? It is a pretty big campus. It's way bigger, so I would assume so. It's a huge campus, but what do I know? the Mocha I is two shit. different, three different areas. Yeah, you know, it's the Grand Street, the First Street, and then like the does art, uh, the, the School of Design. Oh fuck that one! That doesn't count. I never even been to that one. Now, you didn't see Super Flat there. No, I was. That was before my time. Oh okay, because yeah. uh, Super Flat was there and it did rock. But that's the only. I think I might have went there once after. And uh, that's the only time I went. That, that, you know, like that show put that spot on the map, not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Right. What about like you know there you know when we had Brando on, we were talking about like shows like the Helter Skelter. Uh, Helter Skelter. Oh, like, that was amazing. I went to that. Was that Very at amazing. the um, temporary at, contemporary? A temporary. Yeah. Was, was that a Geffen temporary? Cont- oh, it's, oh, it's the Geffen. Yeah, the Geffen contemporary. Yeah, it's still Mocha. Right. It's, it's on first. Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, okay. And that was epic. Wow. Yeah. I think a Murakami cited Helter Skelter as being like. A, a really in, in influential for him to do a show like super flat. Oh, so he was, he wanted to create something that was on that scale of super flat. So he, I mean, of helter skelter. Right. So he did a super flat. Oh, interesting. Cause he kind of, he kept citing helter skelter and I was like, dude, I actually went to the opening of that. And, or he was just the biggest Charles Manson fan. <sighs> I don't think backslash, you know, Beatles. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> He's of age. He, maybe so. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, Yoshitomo Nara coming coming uh, sooner than you think. Have you been looking at his? Yeah, you haven't been looking no, at his new one. I don't really look at his stuff on Instagram. I mean, no. You know, there's a lot of wannabe Naras out there. Oh, actually. I, I, we I, had I, this conversation uh, about the wannabe Naras. There's and, so there's a bunch. many yeah. of them. One of them was in the Let's Eat show, but I don't know. Those that are wannabe yeah, Nara. Yeah, no, no he, but he's not like 150,000 followers. Like, oh. oh, there's like popular Nara ripoffs. rip-offs yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, stupid popular yeah. Nara ripoffs. I fucking yeah. like, I kind of like so many other artists, and I will just look at this guy's work and go like, what the fuck, man? You're just fucking doing a Nara thing, and it's not even nearly as good. 
you know. But you have like a bazillion fucking followers, and like Murakami's fucking taking pictures with you, and fucking I forgot uh, that guy's name, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's a very um, yeah, it's not right. Yeah, it kind of bugs. It, it bugs. It kind of bugs. Yeah, nice. and I think Nara actually made a comment about that artist. Oh, really? Yeah, basically said something about it. Oh, he said something like um, to the effect of uh, "You can do that, but you won't. It doesn't have the soul of what mine has." Type of thing. That's actually one of the things that I've always loved about like Nara's yeah. stuff. Like when, when I'd see his stuff at Blum and Poe, um, like his, the work. You know, it's just a character. It's just a fucking character. You know, sitting in like whatever, and like you just. Like you look at the eyes and look at the way he renders the characters and the way he like, you know, lay, like builds color and builds, you know, depth you know, on yeah. it. And it's just like, wow, like, you know, there, there, there is a soulfulness yeah. about his work. Yeah. You know, so you were telling me that like, you know, despite how simple his oh, st- a, a line drawing, pen yeah, drawing. Right. But took a goddamn long time. I was sat there and I was like, okay, just draw, draw this really quick, bro. You know? <laughs> <laughs> kind of like that um but no i mean he can do that i'm sure he does it but he for me he actually spent more time turned up music i think yeah he turned up the music walked to the other side of his studio which was kind of like a you know maybe the size of this gallery All right but he walked to the other side i'm like oh i don't get to watch you like you know he yeah. just kind of took it to himself turned on the music loud got a cigarette out chilled out looked at the paper for a while and started drawing but i was like one minute kind of a deal, you know? And it's like, no, it took a much longer than one minute. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how long it was, but I remember I was going, fuck, this is taking a lot longer than I thought. I thought he was just going to whip one out real quick and go, here we go. Right. No. <laughs> and it was a one color, simple, but uh, I realized how he took, it took a while. Wow. Yeah. So he's like very deliberate, very yeah. in, like focused. That man, was, he was driven. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's real. Wow. It's, it's no joke. Interesting. Not even, I mean, just it was just a drawing in a sketchbook. Not a big deal, I thought. Right. But he put a lot into it. Hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you know, I see Were, you, ones, were you at a studio? Yeah, or? I went to a studio, and he was... Someone once said um, that he has studios all over the place. Oh, really? I don't know if that's true. Like, he borrows studios, but he was in L.A. Uh, in Venice uh-huh. at a studio there. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I went, I went there. Do you think he's in L.A., like, preparing for... Will be in L.A. working on the show? Maybe. I don't I mean, know. It makes sense that he would be. Yeah. Like, you know, like, well, I remember, like, remember that one big Murakami exhibition at the Geffen? Yeah. You know, like, apparently he camped out there for a while. Like, oh, really? At, build, at the building. Like, wow. Like, trying to, uh, I read something about it, like, oh. you know, kind of like really like feeling the the space and right. like deciding on how to, you know, m- you know, have work displayed or some shit wow. like that. Well, huh. I mean, like, it was a big retrospective show. So, yeah. like, oh, you know. Serious shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking Nara. (laughs) Fucking Nara. Fucking Nara. That guy. He's the man. Uh, This Sunday. Sunday or Saturday? Fuck, I forgot. I think it's Sunday. Sunday. I'll be at the Janum Kokoro Craft Fair. Oh. Yes. We have a little giant robot table. We do this every year at Janum, and it's, there's, there is some, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's very Japanese American. There's a lot of like, you know, rice bag shirts and, I don't know. Stuff like that. What's a rice bag shirt? I don't know. Shirt made with a rice bag graphic <laughs> from like way back like in the 70s. Oh, really? Are these printed on? Or yeah, yeah. There's like that. And there's like a lot of like Maneki Neko t-shirts and uh, uh, maybe there's greeting cards. Maneki and Nekos are the lucky yeah, cats. lucky right? cat. Yeah. And yeah. there's some people who do ceramics. There's some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
there's some stuff that I, I'm not too excited yeah, about. Yeah, busy weekend this week. So there's that, and then I, of course, I have the show uh, Revival here. Revival. Yeah, that's on Saturday, featuring a lot of art, including yours. Yes. A lot of different artists and a lot of different works. Nice. Yeah, it's really hard to promote because I kind of don't know what's going in there until tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of have an idea, but there's so much stuff that I have no idea till I see Where it. Where do you keep most of the oh, leftover? Some's you- here and some's at my old giant robot office. Oh, really? Yeah, the giant robot office, five blocks down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, in, it's in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, like, I was wondering, like, I remember like, visiting the old giant robot office a while ago when we were like, you know, fishing for, um, like, uh, what was it, um, back issues of the magazine. And like, it looked like the office hadn't been used in, since it was making no, the magazine. No, it's just storage, man. Yeah, uh, just storage. Yeah. Which is okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, I, it's better than paying for storage. You know like, how much paying for storage costs? Uh, yeah, I've got it like sucks. a freaking... I'm, I'm sharing a storage unit now, and I pay $125. And it know. keeps going up. And then if you don't kind of like think about it, next thing you know, you're, you're going to be like, oh, my shit's been there for five years now. Yeah, and you now you're been, paying... Like, you started with paying like, like $75, uh, yeah. now it's $300. Something yeah. like that. And then, But then uh, you're sort of like, well... And then you realize, oh, I haven't gone there in six months. Right. I, and that, that's kind of what I was doing. And I was like, oh, this is a big waste. I realized that they got me because I got my shit there and I'm just being lazy. Yeah. And the prices keeps going up. And uh, now yeah. I realized, nah, man, just use, use storage that I'm already paying for. Shit, man. Like, like, use, use, my, use my own, you know? Store, paying for storage is kind of akin to fucking health insurance. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, I mean, I, I pay for my own health insurance, and every year or two, I have to go look for a new provider. Because the, you know, every time, you know, every year, my, you know, my health insurance will go up, I don't know, like, let's just say right now, I'm paying just shy of $500 a month. Oh, I'm, I'm a little higher. But, yeah, yeah. So, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, you know, so... You know, and I want to, you know, especially because I, you know, I, I, I really do hope they figure out this healthcare thing in, in, by the next, you know, presidential cycle. So, though I, I have a feeling that even if like a Bernie Sanders or a progressive candidate does get elected, it'll probably just get stuck in fucking, you know, political bureaucracy. Not unless you get one thousand dollars a month. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> the freedom dividend. The if you're free- getting the freedom dividend. Health insurance, you can pay for it right there, and then yeah. still have money to eat Tsukeman oh, and buy a tough gummy. Look, if, a case. If, if if Andrew Yang makes it to like you know, you know, like to months before the Democratic convention, he'll have my vote. Wow, he'll have my vote, but I don't think he will. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I got you. But <laughs> isn't he still like at two or two percent, or three percent, or four percent? He might be at like four. Yeah, I think. so he went from I, three to four. You yeah, know, but like, that's like a significant fucking like jump. Yeah, like, there's a lot of fucking people there. I know. Did you see though? Bernie Sanders just raised thirty-two million dollars in the last quarter for his, and then Andrew Yang's got like one or two. Which I mean, it's not about the money, but dude, that's a big difference. Yeah, that's, that's like that's like a behemoth yeah. versus a rowboat, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Well, compared to the 125 million that fucking Trump uh, earned this quarter, or like uh, in the pa- over the past yeah. three quarters. I mean, yeah, you know, Fuck but that. you know, but he's taking like you know corporate money and you know this and that. So, jeez, you know, so whatever. 
Whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I, I, I. So, but what's your number one? Fairness. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um, I, I, I just want. I was just saying. I think I'm pretty fair in general, like as far as people go, and I, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I think I'm pretty fair in general, but uh, it backfires often. Yeah, from being fair instead of just like you know whatever taking more for myself or whatever it is, I think I'm pretty fair. It backfires a little bit sometimes, but you know what? That's all good. Oh, I believe in fairness too. Fairness, yeah. I think, is it's, it's it has a lot to do with that, like treating you know people the way you want to be treated. Yeah, you know. But, so, but you know, I notice not everyone's fair. No, 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 but like... The world's not fair necessarily, but, you know... Well, I mean, like, it also depends on the situation, right? Like, are we talking about a one-on-one thing, or are we talking about stuck in L.A. traffic? Right. Oh, no. <laughs> that's unfair. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, unfair to everyone, but the thing is, is that, like, it's like we were talking about earlier about the zipper on-ramp thing. <laughs> like, respect the zipper. <laughs> yeah. You know, like... Zipper I, I, merge. Zipper merge, merge man. Yes. Like, fucking, like, if you're going to fucking, like, you know... Pull some fucking like two cars in the fucking zipper fucking merge. Fuck you. Yeah. I am not going to let that fucking happen on, in front of me. Damn. <laughs> you're you're going to get into uh, public freakouts on Reddit if you. Uh, um, unless go wrong they, here. I can see them from my window and they're like, please, can you let me through? And yeah. I'll be like, okay. Yeah, if they there. ask, I usually am nice. Yeah. You know, but sometimes, you know, so again, that's people don't ask, they take. Yeah. Right? And it's like, so, yeah. Nope. Nope. Yeah. The zipper merge is an important thing. Yeah, I think uh, that was Albert Reyes had that whole thing where he's um he right he tagged get give, mm. and he all of a sudden changes it to take because he goes, dude, I've been giving a lot and now it's time to take. Wow! <laughs> so he started tagging take. Actually, I mean, was, speaking of Albert Reyes, he has a show this month. Yeah, yeah, I think it's somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, some I think it's in Venice or something like that, or down no, it's in downtown. I think we should have him back on the show. Yes, he always had, but he has a oh. He's doing something for a Halloween. He is doing at a brewery. At a, oh, is he doing it like in downtown? Instead of doing one at his house, I believe he's doing something at a brewery oh. and building his whole thing. Wow, building that big thing and getting paid. What? He, he, I don't know if he's securing the the bag, but uh, I hope he get, I hope he secures the bag. Albert, I hope you're securing the bag, dude. Yes. Anyway, so uh, I think he's getting paid, and uh, it'll be a good time, I'm sure. Uh, that'll be yeah. great. Yeah. Yep. Fucking. Yeah. He's he's an art he's an artist man. He I is. Love it. Yeah. He is definitely. I'm yes. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing his show. Yeah, he's such an artist that, man, he he just breaks all the rules all the time, <laughs> <laughs> and it's okay. So yeah. Anyway, so that, that's the top fives. Ah. That's Boom. Nice. Nice. That that was a good one. The, 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 we, you know, we know how to drag those things out. You know, pretty, <laughs> pretty thorough. Well, they're topics, you know. Yes. Yeah. No. 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 Absolutely. I think that, like, you know, it's 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 always interesting. I think it's you know, I mean, like, it's always interesting just because this is like a week encapsulated. Yeah. You know, like, like these are, and it's it's usually like pulling teeth to an extent. Like, you know, we we will like meet up like an hour beforehand, and we're like. One thing I was like, I wanted to ask, and man, I was thinking of like, there's people, I think it's a question that there's no right answer. When do you sell your art? I mean, sorry, not your art that you make, but let's say, you know, I buy art. I I have it. 
when do I sell it? And at what point and at what value is it worth selling? Because there might be art that's like not worth selling. I'm like, oh, I won't, I'll get like, you know, I paid 200 for it and I'll, I'll only get $50 if I sell it, right? So mm. maybe not worth selling. You should just keep it. Uh, but yeah, at what point is, you know, at what point do you sell something? I guess you, know, you sell I mean, it when you're finally in a position where you just can't, you just don't have the means to take care of it. Yeah, or maybe you're kind of tired of it, or you grew out of it, or right. I don't know, all those things, right? Right. Well, like I, you know, I always kind of feel like, you know, when, when I, you know, I guess it depends on the kind of art you're collecting, right? Yeah. Like, But I guess I've had some art that people have like gone, oh, you should sell that. And I'm like, but what at, at what point is that worth it? Like, is, you know, like, you could sell it and get some money, like, let's say it's a few thousand dollars or something, and I'm thinking... Well, is that really worth me selling for a few thousand dollars? I think I'd rather just keep it. You know, like where's that? There's there's got to be a a point where it's there's a formula where it's like, well, it's your monthly salary worth your monthly salary times four. Therefore, it's worth selling. You know, like there's got to be a formula maybe that would make I, it. Worth I, don't, it. I, I don't think there's a formula no. at all. I mean, like it, uh, okay. if someone said, hey, you could sell this thing that I, you know, I I maybe I moderately enjoy, but I'll get two hundred bucks for it, and I'm like, well, for two hundred bucks, I'm not going to give it to you. You know, I'm, I'm keeping it. Even you know, if I moderately enjoy it, I'm still keeping it. I, you know, I guess, yeah. okay, like, like, no, I mean, you've been doing this, you know, art gallery biz for 15. Yeah, and I have not sold six, any of my personal, like, personal collections. <laughs> right. <laughs> that yeah. question's kind of an odd one, but. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I've, I've been collecting, like, original art now, here and there, little bits, um, um, you know, over the past, say, 10 years maybe 12 years and i always everything every piece that i own kind of has a certain sentimental value to me okay you know because cool. i don't own that much you mm-hmm. know like i i could probably like say I own like 15 15 in, things yeah 15 like wow. uh, 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 other pieces people's oh, art, okay that's not know? even that i thought you would have a lot more no i i mean like i i've been meaning to do more trades but like it's hard to but you have like 1000 gundams but you have 15 pieces of art i don't have a thousand i maybe yeah. i have a couple hundred like a couple 200 yeah. i think more i maybe. saw there's there's 200 in your table <laughs> <laughs> there's 400 in your garage so okay we got it <laughs> 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 Okay, I, I got. I, I, you know, I'm. Look, that, that that's completely different from like. I know a I'm twenty dollar fucking model kit versus uh, a two hundred or two thousand dollar painting that, is that, a completely different that thing. HG shit or whatever it is looks like it's more than twenty bucks. No, some of them are like five, ten. No, some of them are ten. You know, the cheapest ones are like seven. What about that master grade shit or whatever? Uh, yeah, they start at the lowest. I think I is twenty five. Or um, you know, and then it goes up to Damn. like you know, like upwards to. Like a hundred, you know, depending on like you know, <laughs> depending on how much you fuck. But here's the thing: yeah, like, go back to like, the artwork. But the artwork thing is, is that like you know, like when it comes to artwork, like you know, artwork is just a lot more expensive, man. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know? Like For sure, you know. And um, I think that like you know, I, I you know, and so like I I I'm more open to trading artwork. But, but, but you, that's because you make art. But what about art that you've bought or acquired? And I've bought some pieces. Yeah, yeah. Before, the ones you yeah. acquired. You, would you trade that? The stuff you acquired? I wouldn't trade it with another artist. I'll uh-huh. trade my own work with another yeah. artist. That's unfair. You make art. So. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but the thing is, is that, like, it's, um, you know, because it's, like, you know, a tit-for-tat kind of thing. 
you sure, know sure like um but the, you know the thing is is that like i've got I, I, I you have a you have a bunch of art sure well i mean i've been you know but i don't make art so yeah i'm, I'm on the other end i'm getting art sometimes and you know what i mean it's like that so, well, yeah. so like do you do you ever buy work from your own gallery shows so i used to all the time and now i sort of stopped and i occasionally might get something when it's left over i right. no longer am taking the very first thing right like i'm like oh this is such a great piece i know it'll sell so i'm like well let's you're let not it. getting that ball rolling on your own no let's let let's let the, a buyer like really have the chance to get something what i think is amazing that I wish I would get, but it's cool. Let them, let someone else have it. I'm kind of like over having to be like all, you know, all Selfish. for me. All right. for me. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You're being not. fair. If it, <laughs> damn. See, and therefore not getting the best piece. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting like the leftover dreg, you know, even post-it show. I don't get anything until, the, you know, I think every year I get one or two post-its and that's it. Yeah. And uh, every year, I actually I didn't include post-its in that the, the yeah. original art thing. I've, that doesn't count. Yeah, I mean it's just too small and low. Well, priced. no, I mean like, but you can buy like freaking like you know frames. I've got like oh, sure. uh, I've got David Mack that's on a frame. Uh, cool. That frame. Oh, I've, I've seen yeah. beautiful like big collections in one frame. It looks so cool. Oh, really? Yeah, where someone has like twenty post-its and it's in one frame and it looks so good. Oh. You know, and then um yeah, but I know that you know are they in square frames? Uh, would you, oh, they're not individually framed. They're no, no, no. I mean, like, is it a big square frame, like, to reinforce oh, the squareness no. of the post? The ones I seen weren't squares. Oh. There, but you know, there was post-its in a formation that was like four by five or something. You know, four right. across, five down or something. Yeah. But man, it looks that looks amazing. At first, I'm kind of like, nah. Then I look at it, I'm like, you know what? It looks really good together. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's so much to see. Yeah, yeah. Freaking, I you know, I, but here's the thing, like. You know, if you have a ton of fucking artwork, and it's, it's an impossible for you to display it all. Just like you with the model kits, Just impossible, like impossible for you to make them all and display them all. And you don't. You don't know, man. You're just going to keep making, you're going to keep getting more, though, before you could even finish. It's true. So, but the art is kind of the same. You're just collecting because you love it, and you collect and collect, and you don't have enough wall space, but you still acquire more art. Well, and, here's uh, the thing. If you're buying art, I'm assuming that you have a pretty sizable place of your own, you know? Like, you know, you've got plenty of wall space in your place. Yeah, but, you know, it doesn't mean I'm... I don't put anything on you the wall. You could take down that, you know, that Bruce Lee fucking poster. <laughs> I got you. But it's one of those things. I mean, let's, you know, when you're, the the collectors that get hardcore about it are, um, they don't even put the art on the wall, right? It's like going to, in some kind of storage, like art storage. Right. And they have like a caretaker for the art storage, right? Yeah. That's I mean, big, like when you're dealing on that kind of level. Yeah. Yeah. Like fucking, like fucking like broad. Yeah. You know, well, that's the highest level, but, uh, yeah. You know, what I'm saying it's like there's people out there that just store it. It goes, it goes into a, a flat file. What's or the a, name of the Broad guy? Is, I mean, it's Broad, Eli? right? Eli Broad. Yeah. I wonder if he's just like on the, like well, days really, that get the museums closed, just walks in there and just jerks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's really old though. Yeah, it doesn't mean he. You know, oh, he just takes the pill and then just, just wax off just like wax for off. for hours until he's raw. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you <laughs> know, like, you know, he's just that rubbing a Jeff Coons fucking balloon. Oh, fucking my pieces, God. Fuck. <laughs> you know, and this is, I'll leave it to the fucking cleaning people to take Damn. care of my mess. So, wait, <laughs> that's so gnarly. So, you have 15 original art pieces. Well, I mean, I'm guessing. I'm, I'm guessing. What, do you have more than one from a certain artist? No. No. Wow. 
Well, yes, 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 yes. I, I have a a couple of small Travis Lampies. Oh, that's cool. You know. So, are there people out there that this is all going somewhere? Just so you know. But are there people out there that collect your art specifically and have ten or twenty of yours? Yes. How many of those are there? A couple. Just uh, just a few or a couple or anything. a couple that I know of. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So isn't that rad? It is. It's very flattering. Okay. And have they bought art over a long period of time? Or are they kind of like, oh, they just found you out two years ago and then just went apeshit and got a bunch? One of them I know did that. And uh-huh. another one has been like, was very, it was very supportive of me and still buys work from ah, me. I love that. Isn't that great? Know? And Oh, it is. I mean. Um, well, because they have like a, they have your art from early to, you know, maybe current, right? Somewhat current. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I mean, I don't know whether or not they have my most, and either of those people have my most current stuff, but like, you know, um, they like, you know, one of them was a bit of celebrity and he, um, you know, bought a ton, a ton of my work, you wow. know, um, it actually got featured in MTV's cribs, Wow, you know, which was kind of probably one of the more highlights of, um, my, you know, I guess one of my career one of the highlights of my career that was like t- probably 10 years ago though yeah that was right? a lot yeah you've had highlights after that well yeah but this is like television oh, okay you know like you know but then um the uh another collector of mine um she's a doctor and like she kind of started picking my work up at around 2007 and like is still like buying my like toys and stuff like that cool. so 12 years yeah That's and awesome. she's she's always great and like whenever I see her, I'm you know always like very happy to you know see her. But yeah. I'm always happy for her. like I like to think that I ex- extend the same kind of um, hospitality or enthusiasm to longtime collectors and new collectors, right? You know because you know they don't they, they you know especially like at a convention you got like a fucking bazillion other things you could buy like yeah. Gundam models, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I just think there's just something interesting about people who may collect one artist specifically and more than others. Right. You know, like say maybe you buy an art piece here or there of other people, but really there's one person that you just keep following, you know, to hell and back. You know what I'm saying? And then you keep supporting or keep buying their pieces. And uh, I don't have anybody like that, like where I collect that intensely. Like, you know, and I wish I, I kind of am jealous that I don't have that. Mm. And I don't know who that would be. I've been thinking about it lately. Like if I could do it, who would I collect and I'd want to collect for like forever and ever and ever type of thing. If, well, if there's anybody. Well, how about like, you? How, are there any artists I, that you have multiple pieces of? Yeah. There's, yeah. I've got plenty of multiple There's a pieces. few, but not like, you know, not like 10 of one artist. Let's say there's, I don't have nothing like that. I might have three or two, but not. And are you more inclined to like buy work from your friends? Um, I guess. Cause it, yeah, I think most everybody's like that. Mm. I don't think I have art from like pure strangers. Like I go to a gallery and I'm like, I don't know who this is. And, I just buy a piece. No, I don't think I have too much like that. Right. Yeah, most of it's people I sort of know. So, and that's yeah. great. But I don't have like okay, so this is going <laughs> this is this is going to cause watch, right? All right. More cause action. So, an article came out and maybe it was art god. Art Artnet maybe? Artnet an article came out sure. and it was talking about how he collects art. Yeah. You know, and it was talking about his collection. And I was like, "Oh, this is an interesting. This isn't about causes art this is about who he collects right and um some guy named saul something i forgot his name the last name was saul mm. peter saul maybe or some shit like that anyway so i don't really know but as an artist that does what looks kind of like lowbrow art 
Oh. Like like very lowbrow, looks like uh something like like Mad Magazine paint like something from Blab or something, right? Okay. Um kind of lowbrow looking, uh and uh maybe from New York. Right. Somebody he probably liked a long time ago. Right. And he's been collecting that guy's work and evidently the article said he had fifty pieces by this guy. I was wow. like, fifty? Holy shit. Wow. You know, like yeah, and 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 has been collecting his stuff. And I think even broke a record at an auction. He bought something at an auction for $227,000 at one of these, a piece by that artist at oh. an auction. And I think the artist was even surprised, like, oh, I didn't know, you know, like, I, I wouldn't think he would do that. But um, it's one of those things where I was just like, whoa, but he's so into this guy's art that he's collected 50 pieces by this artist, you know? And I was like, that was, got, just got me thinking, like, wow. Well, you know, here's the thing, like, and it's not just the artists who have had a major influence on me and who inspired the direction that I went with my work, I can't afford any of their art. Yeah. I can't afford well, a Camille Rose Garcia. $227,000, for example. Right. I mean, that was supposed to be 40000 Well, that's a 60 at an auction. And it was 220 I can't yeah, even I afford fucking like a $2,000 fucking piece of artwork, you know, without it really kind of impacting my, you know, day-to-day living, you right. know, because like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not a rich man by any means, you know, even though the, the I know my, the price tags of my work are, are generally, you know, in a pretty good pretty, place, pretty good place. Not you bad. know, not bad, not bad, you know, yeah. but like, they're not like, you know, at what I make at the end of the day, you know, it's basically will keep me float. Like I have to manage that money sure. for like, you know, like, gotcha. I, cause I don't have fucking like a regular income, right. you know, unless I take advantage of Inktober. But <laughs> <laughs> draw Halloween, draw Halloween. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, is that like the um, it actually just gave me an idea. But um, the uh, I might do do an entire series of like bears cutting their faces. You know, like a like a yeah. pumpkin, a jack o' lantern. You know, that'll be fun. You know, people will want that. You know, but um, but the thing is, is that like you know, like you know, like buying a fucking you know a Mark Ryden is like not happening. For me, yeah, you know, fucking, you know, um, you know, I own a Gary Baseman piece, awesome, and, um, and that's because like I remember like what looking at you know into communication arts magazines when I was in school and seeing Gary Baseman's work and you know being very impressed by it and you know uh, Camille Rose Garcia the same, yeah, you know, but like I I I can't afford their work, you and know. It's one of those things too. It's like um. Actually, I've got more like 25 pieces of original right. art. Just remember this other wall that has nothing but original art. You know, it's one of those things that it's like as you grow older, you make a little money. It seems like these pieces exponentially get further away, though. You know, it's like, it's like oh, I remember when a Yoshitomonara piece was paper, $600. Right. I saw a stack. Yeah. Like he had a stack about a half inch, quarter, maybe three quarters of an inch thick. Yeah. hundred sheets of art that had his drawings, color, and all that shit. Yeah. And it was on paper. There were six hundred each, and I was like, Fuck, "I can't I even afford his fucking prints." Yes, yeah, so I was like, "I don't have six hundred bucks for a Yoshitomonara original drawing, which is now fifty grand, right? Right. Literally, those are fifty grand each or more, maybe. Right. But uh, I remember I was like, "Fuck, six hundred bucks? I fuck, I don't, I can't do it. I, I it's six hundred dollars. I don't have it. Right. And then, um, you know, but then you make some money, you live, whatever, get older, you make some money, and then you're like, time to buy one. Oh, fifty grand? Oh, like like that exponent yeah. just <laughs> exponentially ran away. You know, right, right. Like, like, like it seems like art always does that. It yeah. just exponentially runs away. I'm sure there's people that, for you, same thing, right? Right. Oh, yeah, that Luke Chu piece was 400 bucks, man, in 
you know, 2006 or whatever, or whatever, yeah. earlier. Yeah. And then... Yeah. And then no, that, around that time, yeah. My, my like, right. you know, uh, uh, yeah. I remember, and now it's yeah. like, fuck! That yeah. same person's like, oh, it's like 8,000, 6,000, 8,000, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a lot. Yeah. You know, which is awesome, but... Yeah, but... That's like, what prints are for. That's... <laughs> and toys and shit like that. Well, yeah, right. You yeah. know, I mean, like, you know, it's... I think that... Yeah, I mean, it, that's, that's, that is the thing. Like, you know, if you want to, like, you know... If, if, if you find an artist who's... I mean, like, I don't know, like... I think a lot, like, like most artists, it, it also depends, right? Like, there's, I think there's a couple of different collectors, right? There's like people who buy work because it speaks to them. Yeah, it it reflects an aspect of their personality in their life, yeah. and they want to have it because it, it reminds them of something about them. Sure, and you know they'll buy it, and then there's people who buy it and they look at it like. Okay, you know they're they they are early or mid level artists, you know. But man, the potential's there. Oh, <laughs> that's an investor, a speculator, yeah, a speculator, and yeah. an investor. You, you know? just buy Bitcoin then, or if you're going to go that route, you know, right? I guess yeah. art is more fun, maybe for some. But I mean, I don't know. Well, you could you, you have some, like, you're you know, looking you, at, you're you, looking at it as merchandise, not art. You if know? you if you have a nice fucking collection, you know, you invite people over, and yeah. you know, it's it's always very you know impress fun and impressive yeah. to see this. Amazing, oh, that's true. You know, uh, that, that's inspiring, man. When you, I've seen people with collections that are just all art that's small because that's all they can afford. Right. And I go to their house and I'm like, whoa, what an awesome collection. Right. Because they display it so well because this is what they got. Yeah. And maybe they're not going to buy like giant pieces, but they bought 25 small pieces. And man, it looks so good. Sometimes I go there and I'm like, God damn it, what an awesome collection this yeah. is. Yeah. And you know, it's not taking up their entire house or whatever. It's taking up a wall, but... I'm like, man, you put so much love into displaying it. I could see, like, this means yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing that stuff. It blows yeah. my mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when I'm just, and, you know, sometimes I see things that came from Giant Robot, and I'm like, oh, awesome. Right. And then I see stuff that came from other places, and I'm like, yeah, that one looks okay. Like, you know, <laughs> you, you shouldn't have got that one from them. But uh, overall, <laughs> looking pretty good, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I really, I, I love seeing that. No, and, you know, I, oh, geez. Like, I think, you know, just the... How do I fucking like lower the there it is? Oh. You know, um, the um, you know, well, I mean, like you know, you work with a lot of artists that kind of show at across different you know places, right? Sure. You know, so yeah, is course. that what you're referencing? Like, oh man, there's that fucking great like you know Yosuke piece that you know from Giant Robot. It's awesome. And then no. just, oh, there's <laughs> a Yosuke piece from another fucking guy. No, I'm, so, jo- I'm okay. joking. But in, gen- in general, now I'm just thinking, uh, uh, you know, just one of those things where uh, I don't know, man. I just love seeing those collections are amazing. Like mm. I, I'm always surprised when I see it. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, how good that can look. And it's not even key pieces. They're small pieces, but they're small examples of these artists work. It's, you know, maybe one of their smaller pieces. Right. It's almost like, I don't want to say forget, you know, forgettable, but it's one of their pieces that just kind of isn't a key one. Right. 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 You know, it's key. If it were small, like if that's all they did was small, there's, there's great pieces that are tiny, but right. You know, in terms of like ones that I don't know, and they go into the history of art, you know, it'd sure. probably be the bigger one. So I just love seeing it, man. I don't care. Right. <laughs> it just looks good. Do yeah. all the or do most of your artist friends like that you know of collect art? 
Uh, I feel. Or like do you know any other artists that don't collect art? See, that's what I'm saying. So this goes back to that cause article. Sorry to bring it up again. Your favorite guy to hate. Like I said, he's, I, our, fa- I, I, he's, I, our, he's our favorite guy to hate. I might, I might sound like a person. I might sound like I no, hate him, you but do, you I, do hate him. I don't hate him. I am just. You you wish you wish like I'm just jealous of him. Mm. So you hate him because of the jealousy? No, no, that's not hate. Jealousy does not equate hate. Oh, it could though. It can't, but my jealousy <laughs> yeah. does not equate. I, gotcha. I don't know. I don't I'm know kidding. him personally. Yeah. Now, like you know, and um, <laughs> and I vent my jealousy by saying he's overrated. Well, he, I, you know what? There's an argument to say that yeah, he's overrated. Yeah. I mean, he is overrated, right? He's rated pretty big. I mean, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> For like- a person who fucking just like who mostly deconstructs you know pop culture and puts X's on the its eyes and is celebrated on such an, an stupidly high level. Wait, hold on for a second. Looks like we lost our stream. Oh no! Yeah, hold on for a second. Okay. Uh, I don't know if I should stop the stream or what. Uh, I'm gonna stop the stream and start the stream. I don't know what happened there. Still says live stream offline. Uh oh. Uh, wait, wait. Here it goes. Here it goes. Sorry about the stream, folks. I don't know if you're. Okay, we're back. Okay. Wait. No, it froze. What the fuck? Uh oh. It's the uh, the cause army fucking like attacking me, attacking oh, our stream. Oh no. Okay, we're going to chill out for a second. We're not going to go forward without uh, making sure we're live. Uh, I feel like, man, is the internet here choppy or something? Uh-oh. No, it looks like we're we're live. Okay, we're live. Okay. I feel okay. good about it now. I was like, damn it. Okay. Sorry, folks. Uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, nope, we're still talking shit about cause. Yeah, we're still talking <laughs> shit about cause. Yes. No, I'm just saying that, like, you know, for an artist who is known for taking, you know, other people's artwork or other people's IPs, putting X's on its eyes, you know, and doing a really pretty good job of it. Well, he's rated as large as an artist can be, so I would say maybe that's just over. That just by definition yeah. is overrated. By definition, right? is overrated. Yeah, like here's the here, here's something like there can be you can hardly rate him any more than he is. Right, right. So if you're we're at that point, it's got to be overrated. You know, I, I I often like one of the things I often find myself thinking about when I when I think of my own work. And like, and I think of its place in the great in the uh, annals of art history. Like, I wonder to myself, what will people a hundred years, two hundred years, sure, five hundred years think when they see my work? Yeah, you know, yeah. will it make sense to them? Sure, and hope they maybe that by then they'll be. Uh a very good digital version of a book or some manuscripts and stuff that they can kind of yeah. read about you and, you know, put it all into context with your work that they right. see. Right. But you know, and so that's when I, I, I wondered, uh, well, that's when I think about artists such as, um, God, what are some of the other, there's some other ones of them. Like, um, there's that guy who does the fucking exploded versions of, um, like Simpsons characters and fucking, you know other cartoon characters. Um, oh, I don't know. Oh, he's 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 big. He's he's pretty popular. He oh. he's one of those artists that I I. Um, that, I mean, I I, I know you by name. I I don't know the name, but yeah, like yeah. you know, or or cause right? Like sure. What 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 would people like? Hundreds of years from now, 
think when they saw the work? Yeah. Would it make any sense to them? Yeah. It's Gondek. Hard. I was thinking of Matt Gondek. It's hard to picture because uh, we don't know what technology is going to be like. Right. Right. Like if technology is going to be so gnarly, there's going to be like art that's by hand. Like what the fuck's that? No, no, absolutely. You know, they're going to go, people drew with pencils, you know, and people painted. Yeah. People it might be, it like, might, again, 500 years, people, there might not be acrylic paint or paint. <laughs> right. Possible, well, right? depending on like, it's possible. No, it's, it's definitely possible, but well, I don't know about that. I, I don't know about yeah. that. Because I don't, I don't either. We can't. You no, know, but, it, it, but like I mean, like to it, might, it, might, it, it might be completely disfavored. Like oh, we don't really like that stuff. To it's, to assume that yeah. everything is going to go the way know. of digital is, um, I don't know. I I just find it hard to like you know completely accept. I mean, it might be like Waterworld where there's just no paper, you know, <laughs> like no no wood, no paper, no nothing. So you're gonna be like oh. Mm. there's rocks we can draw on the rocks i don't know i just not you know who knows it's 500 years from now you know what i think there'll be a small cottage industry um dedicated to preserving these kind of arts simply because of the fact that people realize that there is a therapeutic element to actually you know doing things by hand sure and We've discovered we've seen that just happen the last uh, decade, right? Yeah, zines, yeah. zines, uh, art, you, know. you know, all that fucking Etsy arty crafty shit. Yeah, I, uh, newspapers yeah. might very well just go the way of the dodo, yeah, and that's fine, you know, because like writing is still a viable, it's still viable whether it's digital or on yeah. on paper, but creating images from our minds, you know, fabricating ideas. Whether it is digital or it's, you know, by hand, I think, you know, is, I don't know. I, I think that. It should always be there, but I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Never saw this president happening either. So <laughs> it's like, what? Anyway, so um, Stavi asks, uh, does the artist personality affect how much you like the art? And for me, I would say, yeah. 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 Well, you know, that's one of the, the my fears to a certain degree is that like, and it's happened. This has happened to me before. I think that's the next part of his question. I think you're going there right now. You know, is like when you meet the artist, yeah. you like, you are you disappointed? <laughs> and then you do you like the art as much. Does right. Does the art just lose some value? Because I've had like some really fucking painful to read emails, you know, sent to me because uh-huh. of my actions. Right. You know? Oh and, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now, like what? Uh, granted, I was in not in a very good place oh, okay. at the time, you know. But I was like, I I was doing a signing for a toy release, my second toy release at with Monkey King, and um, like I think we started at like, you know, like two, one or two in the afternoon, and like. Well, I, I remember like walking up to the fucking uh, store, and like there was a line going like all the way down and around the block, and wow, it was crazy. That's crazy. And I remember the first. I, I clearly remember the first person who like you know came in and you know and I signed his stuff, thanked him and everything, and then like he, I guess like you know because they were, I think they're only like selling a certain number at a time of the toy, and so he went back into the line again looped around and came back and bought another two pieces and you know i signed it and stuff like that so i kind of figured like okay you know i i've gone through the entire line at least once 
you know, and then like, you know, it by like after like four hours of fucking signing, I was kind of like, I, I'm tapping out, you know, like I need to fucking take a break, you know, um, and so I did. And like people that were like literally just waiting right there were so fucking mad. Wow, you know, but you're taking a break, not tapping out. No, I mean, I I was tapping out for a couple of hours, and wow. you know, like I was basically like the signing is done. Wow, you know, and um, damn, and, you know, and like, um, but then like there was an after party, and I went back to signing again for another two more hours, you know. So, but I got an email a couple of days later uh, from a collector who had from who drove it out down from Santa Barbara, and he thought I was being very selfish. And I was a dick, you know, and this and that. And he would never support my work again, oh. you know. And, like, you know, I mean, I feel bad. Like, you know, I feel bad that, like, I honestly thought that I had worked through the entire line. You know, I didn't think that, like. So so the guy that went through the line, oh, so this guy just came late. I guess right? so. Right? Yeah. They mm-hmm. should not. Yeah. You know, that sucks. And there were people that camped out that, you know, for, for such a thing. Yeah. And wow. um, amazing. I don't know, but like, no one wants to fucking like meet an artist that they like, and in person, right? And then realize like, oh, they're a fucking asshole. Yeah, you know. Sure. Like, I don't, I don't, has that? I mean, how many art in our genre or our world? I guess I don't say genre in our world of art. Uh, you know, even the peripheries. How many? So Stavi's second part of his question is a little bit different, but I mean, how many have come later on and it's like find out, oh, they're a wife beater or, um, you know, they've done something even worse, like bad things, like really bad later where you're, you know, so like, has that happened to anybody like that we could even think of? I'm sure there have been there in, in some kind of way, shape or form, some you know, kind just of some, like some kind of like ish kind of thing. Yeah, like, but it hasn't, but hasn't really like. Not, nothing gnarly has really come out though that of people I know, like or somewhat even know. I don't think I've heard anything that's that controversial. Like, yeah, people do shit, but it's not like gnarly, you know, like like right. like, like catastrophic. I don't I don't think anything. Well, like, like there was that retina thing, right? It's like people forgot about it like ten minutes later. Hmm. You know, like it seems like he's doing just fine. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, I mean, he is also like quote unquote street art. So, yeah. like, you know, I think they expect a, kind, a certain degree of, you know, bullshit. Right. You know, when it comes to like that kind of from the streets, you know, art mentality. Yeah. Which I. Oh, he's kind of an emotional dude, though. You know, like in I've general. never met him before. I have. You know, when I met him, though, he was really chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. He was chill. I met him more than once. And, uh, but yeah, I know he's turned into an art star. Right, uh, but I haven't talked to him since. There then. was that one guy who fucking hates my guts. Can't remember his name. Oh, remember that? The it was like a couple of years ago. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. He lives in downtown. That guy. Yeah, he lives in downtown. He doesn't like me either. I guess. Yeah. Because um, he's yeah. I forgot his name. Uh, I can't remember his but name. Maybe he's forgotten by he's, everyone. He's no. He's showing at the Marlboro for, uh, for apparently in New York. You mean Marlboro, like the cigarette company? Like yeah, the cigarette company. Oh fuck him then. No, I don't know. I think that's oh. what it's called. The fucking oh. it's a pretty prestigious fucking gallery. Really? No. no. They they just what is it? Feel sorry for him or something? And just I don't know. Well, his no, work is very contemporary. Art, I, I, don't really, like, I don't really. I 
can't remember. But I don't I, even know what his art looked like. But yeah, it, it was just all like you know, like he was an African American guy, and like his work was about African American issues. Oh, okay. And um, he, um, I know he just talked shit. And yeah, he would like what, what, talk. What, but mad who, was shit. he? Was, did he talk shit because he was mad at the gallery? Uh, um, Corey Helford. Um, he was mad at the gallery and... And therefore was mad at the artists that and, show there, right? And, and, and he especially hated the fact that the gallery showed artists such as Luke Chu and Buff Monster. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Oh, oh well. You know? And, like, you know, and he fucking tagged me. And so I fucking, like, took a screenshot of it and fucking, like, you know, reposted it thinking, like, Yes. <laughs> Controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Fucking like, you know, I'm making people mad about my work. <laughs> God, what was his name? I, I, I it's somewhere deep in my uh my Instagram. Like I don't, you know, yeah, like I don't you know, remember either. You no, know, but like I, yeah. I I have a feeling this person went to Art Center. Oh yeah, he was an Art Center guy. Ah, like fucking a- Zoe Milk and Kent Williams both kind of approached me like, "Hey, are you okay?" Like fucking we heard blah blah blah, fucking, you know, and I'm like uh, whatever <laughs> you know yeah, uh, he like actually that. like drove his mercedes benz to fucking cory helford gallery and fucking like, asked he... to see jan and this fucking started berating her you know about fucking owning uh opening of a gallery and gentrifying the, the gallery row but he has a mercedes benz oh well yeah oh, yeah, oh well you know yeah, so yeah. you know I, I don't know whether or not i mean like you know he's you know he's pretty big time now, but like, yeah, I have no idea. You know, but like, you know, I mean, because he's playing that game. He's playing right. the contemporary art game. Awesome. You know, but like, I, I, you know, but like, I imagine that guy's a fucking asshole in yeah. real life. Could be. You know, sounds like it. Um, but like, you know, the funny thing, is, the thing is, like, like all the the biggest artists that I've met are usually one of two things. They're either really super cool, pretty down to earth. You know, just chill people, right? You know, or they're just really socially awkward. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say number two. They're super big assholes. No, but socially awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, they're one or the other. Yeah. One or the other. They could be both, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally I mean, like cool, socially awkward, but really cool. Yeah, like okay. some people like just put on a pretty good. Like I think I put on a pretty good mask. Right. You know. Um, uh, which is probably one of my issues is that like I have a hard time kind of like turning it off and just being kind of you know like you know a human being. So you have the art persona. Right. Well, I just have a persona where it's just kind of like I'm like on. Right. I'm like this is. Well, you're being social. Yeah, I'm being social. You're trying. You're, trying, you're doing the Luke Chu of. I know you and I forgot your name and I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, I forget everyone's name. Right. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> it's true. I don't even know how many times I say that at night. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, no. You're super gracious. You know, but... And uh, really good about that. I saw that at the food show. Mm. Yeah. You know, but... Yeah. Well, the food show was awesome. But, yeah. like... You know, but, the, you know, that's another thing is that, like, you know, like, none of these... No, no... I don't know any artist, even Cause... Even Murafucking Kami, you know, none of them are A-list. Like, what do you mean A-list? Like A-list, Tom Cruise, fucking oh, Brad no. Pitt, whatever <laughs> fucking So like. I have a funny story. Um, even here, when I did that Rakugaki show, which is a sketchbook show, right? we had Lauren Sai was here. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that was interesting because Lauren Sai is not an A-list celebrity, right? But 
Mm, I mean, she's a model. She's on TV show Legion, but she has fans, right. a lot of fans. Um, and the fans were mostly Asian American. Right. But when we had an event here, man, I mean, the line for just her to yeah. sign something or meet her right. was longer than fuck. Like right. the record here, it beat everything I've ever done here. Wow. And James Jean was here. Audrey Kawasaki was here and people didn't even know who they were for yeah. the most part. Right. I, I mean, the art fans knew who they were, but the fans that came for her had were completely oblivious to the, what I thought I think are the, among the better artists that I know, right. That are here. Right. Were you here? They just ignored you too. No, I showed up late. Uh, anyway. So it was really wild where I'm like, wow, they have no idea who these the artists are, but this line that was down the block for all night, basically, um, we're here just for her. Hmm. And it's a different audience, but I mean, it was just quantity of people was ginormous. And hmm. it was, you know, that's when I was like, oh, shit, that's another level of fame. Right. Beyond, beyond the artists and all that stuff, the level of fame was way bigger for a person who's not an, even A-list. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, and it was mostly Asian Americans who were here. <laughs> like, that was the weirder thing. I was like, it wasn't white people or whatever. It was mostly Asian or Asian American faces yeah. all in line for one person. I remember her, she had a booth at DesignerCon. Yeah, again, uh, long-ass you know, line. Long-ass fucking <laughs> line going down the middle very, of the fucking Very line. impressive, right? You know, and I was like, what the, what the fuck yeah. are you guys waiting for? And yeah. she's like, oh, it's for Lawrence I. And I, I look around the corner and I'm like, who's Lawrence I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and, uh, and they're like, oh, she did the cover of the 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 flyer thing for decon and i looked at the flyer thing and i'm like and who's lauren sai <laughs> <laughs> like, at that time she was either 19 or 20 years old right and um yeah no she was well just, that was just like she was last december okay so she was well actually not last december two two of them ago no right nope it was at the last it december? was at the fucking anaheim designer con okay how many have been in anaheim just once just once oh really yeah was last year that was it? It was I guess last so. year. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Yeah. I guess it was. You know what? You're right. It was yeah. just last year. Yeah. There you go. Well, she was 20. Yeah. Wow. wow. Right. She's a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think she's 21 now. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Nonetheless, she gets. All, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That just shows you like the difference. But you know, artist, right. an artist, an artist, a lister here is not the same as an a lister out there. Right. And like, she's not even an a lister. Like yeah, no, you know? she's like a solid B. Like like bring bring Brad Pitt here or something. You're going to have a line that's like fucking 30 hours no, long. No, right? you'll you know, you'll have security fucking closing the fucking area down yeah, 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 to yeah. fucking let them come in. That's, that's what I'm saying. It's that's like it's, the, it's there's levels to it and that's like, just like I remember when fucking know. Banksy's show was in fucking downtown Los Angeles. And like, you know, they, you know, we we got into the VIP opening. And fucking, oh. they still fucking closed the VIP night down to wow. let Brangelina, oh, wow. you know, to fucking come in and buy some pieces. Wow. Yeah. You know, so like it's, um, we are, know. we are just flecks of dust. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> exactly. The fucking most popular artists in this scene are nothing. Yeah. Jeff Koons does not even get on the list. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Damien Hurst. I don't even know what the fucker looks like. Yeah. You know, like fucking, you know. I know there's a crossover though. Murakami has a little bit of a crossover. He does have a little bit so, of a crossover. So he might be, they might let him in, but he has to wear his costume. Yeah, he has to fucking wear a dumb fucking character he has hat to wear his costume, and, and you know? fucking like make ah fucking faces for the camera. He, so wait, he lifts up. Let's say if he lifts up his left hand, he's lifting up his right leg. 
you know, like he does this, right? And if he's doing the right hand, it's lifting up the left egg, leg. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that, I think he does that. And yeah. then he makes a big smile or opens his mouth or something. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's his look. Really? Well, I mean, just for photos. Yeah. When, you know, but yeah, yeah, no, it's part of it is uh, he's had a crossover. A little, a bit of one. But if he just, if he wasn't wearing any of that, he was just walked in with a fucking hoodie and a fucking pair of, you know, like only a handful of people would recognize. Yeah. Him. Oh, it's happened a bunch of times like that where uh, I was at something and he was there. And nobody knew he, that was Murakami. All right. And uh, not, I've been to places where it was like that. And not one person was talking to him because they didn't know it was him. All right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. It's all relative, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Fucking. You know the um and I mean, so and so yeah. like what what why how am I why should I like you know why should any fucking artist in the in this visual arts fucking game like fucking be full of themselves yeah shouldn't be they shouldn't be yeah like you're just you're fucking dirt like everyone else fucking like you know even if you're fucking like ringing in fucking like fucking cause what does cause look like oh I guess he looks like a fucking white dude. <laughs> You know, a skinny fucking white dude. Uh-huh. You know, I kind of, I kind of imagine what um, uh, I kind of imagine that he just kind of looks something similar to a Mark Todd. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Mark Todd, your cousin's cause. Um, yeah, no, kind of. Okay, wow. I mean, maybe the shape of their head or something is similar. Or yeah, I don't know. A fucking white dude with fucking short hair wearing a fucking baseball hat. Yeah. I think cause lately, like a lot of his photos, are, he's getting a little. What do you call that? Like on your chin? Uh, a face penis, <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. I've been noticing a lot of photos where he's starting to like have that or something. Like, Got to start eating that fucking seaweed, buddy. I don't brother. know. I mean, you know, hope he's healthy. You know, fucking yeah. like going to get that fucking George Lucas goiter. Oh, <sighs> oh no. Oh. Anyways, but yeah. Uh, but sorry, this long conversation kind of stemmed from me reading a <laughs> an article about his, you know, just the fact that he collects collects so much art and shit. Well, like the, you, you know, know, the collecting the, the collecting question, I think, is is always a real interesting one, just because of the fact that, like, you know, you and I are both involved in that fucking game. Sure. You know, um, you know, I, I, you know, I think, you know, other questions that I, I begin to want to ask are questions of like the role of galleries you know, in selling art, right. you know, versus the internet. Right. Yeah. You know, like, um, but like, you know, buying art without seeing it first, I mean, it can work, but it also can be sketchy, you know? No, it can definitely be sketchy, but how much work do you sell online? Oh, uh, I think I sell more in the store than online for sure. Right. But yeah. like a lot of galleries, like say Corey Halford gallery sure. and, um, so people can't get here, you know. Right, like they they buy stuff. They got you know, it's a it's a risk you're taking, you know. Sometimes, right. But of course, you know, a part a lot of it, I guess, has a lot to do with whether or not the gallery is able to communicate the piece to yeah. the collector, because it's never really just done like, you know, insert your credit card number here and insert your security code here, you know, kind of thing, yeah. or PayPal. It's fucking like. It's all done over the phone, yeah. you know. So yeah. you know, I think that like you know, there's a lot of actual communication that goes between, sure. especially when you're buying fucking. And, and like, there's trust. I mean, sometimes I'm emailing somebody saying, "Hey, you're going to really like these because blank, blank, and blank," and uh, they have they either trust me or they don't, right. you know. But they might trust me and go, "Oh, you know, I've always got good shit here." So what he's saying is probably true, maybe, right. and you know, maybe he wouldn't feed me that line because he's fair, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you wouldn't feed me that line because this is the fair. reason why. Well, you know, but like, I don't know. How do you feel? Like, do you see a lot more artists actually selling directly to collectors nowadays? Oh, that happens a lot. Um, I, you know, like frankly, it happens here. Like, I see they meet here, they go whatever. They go off like wait for and for Tsujita annex to fucking like at the fucking make a deal, make a deal, make a deal, make a deal like a commission or something like that. I mean, it happens, and it, you know, the meeting is here, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like one of those things where I'm like, well, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But I, yeah, you know, there's enough to go around, right? Like, I also I could sell their work, and they, they go ahead and sell your own shit. But I know, like, you know, I see it. Like, like, think like, that, like, 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 I mean, I see it. I'm like, I'm like a, I'm like the worst nightmare of a teacher, man. I see shit all the time where I'm like, okay, I didn't need to see that, but I saw it. I'm going to pretend I didn't see it because I don't want it to bother me, you know? You see, like, and I see, and I see hmm. stuff happen. I'm like, you know, the more someone hides it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's kind of dishonest to them. They're being unfair, right? They're being unfair. But I mean, I'm like trying to be fair just by saying, you know, I think of it as more perspective. Hey, I'm doing fine. Whatever. That's enough. Go ahead. You know, if you want to do this thing, but. You know, if it, if you make it awkward, I, I I I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna feel awkward. Well, you, you know, know, but if you don't make it awkward, then it's all good. Well, you know, see, like I I, yeah. I I look at my own personal growth and attribute it to my showing with galleries. Uh huh. You know, yeah. like you know, when I started, I, I think we've talked about this before. Sure. Maybe might, might as well talk about it again. So since it was like 30 episodes ago. Or or well, let's see <laughs> which one is this. It might have been recent too. You might we might have talked about it a bunch of times. No, no, I haven't. We haven't talked like when I when I started, like I was selling work for like two hundred, three hundred, you know, yeah. dollars a piece. Sure, a sixteen inch by twenty inch panel would be like two hundred and fifty dollars. You know, um, and I you know did that like for the first you know year or so. And then eventually, you know, was, you know, picked up by a gallery. And then from the gallery, like my prices started going up and up and up and up and up. And, you know, then I would move to another gallery and like, you know, with maybe a slightly stronger reputation. Right. And the prices would take another jump. Sure. And then I'll to another gallery, you know, and vice versa, you know. And, but the thing is, I'm, I'm, I kind of, the way I kind of think about it is if I was selling my work you know, myself, you know, and, you know, I just don't think I would have been able to make the kind of leaps in my career yeah, on my own, probably because of, out of self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. you know, or and insecurity issues. I never, I never went to art school. I never went to a fancy, like I didn't go to art center or fucking Otis or Cal arts or wherever. Otis. Yeah. Isn't that that? just like, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Otis folks. God damn it. (laughs) Otis. Like, do they even really teach art there anymore? (laughs) But like, you know, I, I I never went to like an art school. So like, I, I, I still find myself like feeling intimidated whenever like I'm showing, you know, in like, because I like, say like Corey Helford Gallery, right? Like it's Corey Helford. What? No, like it's got three galleries. In there, sure, the you know, gigantic ones. You know, and All like the other galleries, I always kind of like like you know will have other artists, and I'll yeah. know they came from like pretty prestigious schools. Sure, and I'm just kind of like these fucking guys are they they can just see right through my fucking work. They know I'm a fucking hack, <laughs> you know. But like you know, it's um and, and so like. That and that's just rooted. Uh, this is an aspect of my insecurity of my own about who I am and how I fit into all of this. Mm-hmm. You know, so I often wonder, like, 
of other artists who are selling directly on on the internet like are they undercutting themselves could be because they are <laughs> they won't know i guess you, you know. know because they they're not showing with people who can you know assess the market value of your work some people are just happy just doing what they do and how they do it is just one way and they're good enough like they they that's they're they're very comfortable that way it might make just enough money for them to live and they're not thinking any past, they're not thinking much past that you know and that's okay that's just their way of going about it right right you because know? there there is also a dilemma to fucking like as your prices go higher and higher is that like you are essentially closing the doors of certain people who who like what you do from being able to buy your work yeah yeah you know and um you know because like like I like I said to you before I I my fucking ceiling for a fucking piece of artwork is usually like $2,000, you know, and it has to be fucking like really fucking good, uh, right. you know, and I'll usually try and ask the gallery for a discount. Sure. <laughs> you know? yeah. So like, you know, but, um, but like with most artists, like that's, you know, that, that doesn't even get you like anything below $2,000. It doesn't even get you in the fucking door. Right. You know, yeah. depending on like you know how far they they've grown and sure. in terms of their popularity yeah. and the demand, you know. So, um, but like, I don't know. It's like, I guess like you know, there's that like the Etsy thing too. You know, like oh, there's artists that make a career on Etsy, right? I mean, just selling art on Etsy, making prints and stuff, and they're making a career of it. You know, yeah, probably pretty fairly decent, right? Yeah, I yeah. Hmm. And then that's sometimes for a lot of people, that's good enough. I mean, they're maybe they don't live in the, like a big city like LA and they live in a place where rents are cheap and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're living the dream. That's the dream. Now there's no gallery there anyway. So they're just making art, selling it online, making t-shirts, whatever it is, just selling shit. And they're happy. You know, there, there is that. And yeah. then, then there's the ones that want to be part of art history. That's a different person, you know? Yeah, the, 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 the folks that we're talking about doing Etsy stuff, they're not they're not even on a radar on a radar. You well, know? that's not necessarily true. There, some Etsy artists actually do you know transition into gallery shows too. Okay, well, those are different ones, but I'm saying the, there's some that are just on Etsy and they're 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 living the dream on Etsy. You know? Right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, if you're trying to do that, then that's different. But I think there's a bunch that uh, are just happy there. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think, hmm, yeah, I don't know. I always kind of felt that like any artist who, especially, well, I don't know, especially if you're showing your work publicly, like have larger dreams, have the large, are aiming for the largest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. It seems like weird though. Maybe there's a lot who don't think about uh, the idea of art history, like being part of art history. Right. I mean, they're just doing it, but they're not thinking about. You know what is their mark when they you know that they, they make before they die, right? Right. Or if they pass on, and it's like, how is that going to be remembered? And you know, is there, you know, what are you leaving behind, type of thing? Right. And then there's some artists that think that, and there's probably a lot that don't even it doesn't even come, to, you know, does not even in mind, right? Right. You know, so hmm. you know, what I'm saying like like uh, only reason I I always give the example of, and the first time I ever heard that was Ryan McGinnis, right? Hmm. From interviewing Ryan McGinnis years ago, right. that was something that he thought was very important. Therefore, you know, like he, I mean, he's a really good archivist of his stuff, but yeah, you know, he makes books, tons of books Mm -hmm. with explanations of what the fuck he's doing and, you know, whatever. He's trying to contextualize things since maybe. Is he still making books? I don't know, but he had a lot of books. Like when Mm -hmm. I 
maybe like 10 books by like, you know, 10 years ago. He already had 10 books. You know what I'm saying? Like he had a lot of books. I think I might, I might have about 10 of his books and there's more that I don't have. Hmm. But that dude makes a lot of books. So, um, but yeah, he made a, a, a real good effort to explain how important it was that he wants his paintings to be part of this long narrative of art history from caveman days of art painting on rocks to, you know, whatever. He wants to be in that conversation somewhere. And that was important to him. Hmm. Yeah. You know, and then some artists don't think of that, right? Like, I don't know if Barry McGee thinks about that or, uh, you know, like there's some artists that might not think about that. But, uh, you know, for example, but Ryan McGinnis consciously does. Like, that's important to him. So, you know, he wants to be in that conversation. And maybe that thinking of it that way is, uh, well, you know, one way to like actually try it. You know, he's, he's sort of like pushing it that way. So maybe it's making it more important than it is. I don't know. You know, there is that too. But uh, uh, he's, tra- he's trying to fit within a narrative. Like, I haven't history. seen Ryan McGinnis' stuff in a long time. Like, Last time I saw it was at the Cone Gallery, I think. Cone? K-O-H-N? Yeah, Michael, uh, the Mar- uh, Michael Cone. Yeah, on, uh, is it Highland, maybe? It's on Highland, I yeah. think, yeah. And I saw his show there, and it was a pretty big show. Oh, really? Big-ass big paintings. Yeah, big-ass paintings. He made a weird maze room out of something, I don't know. Wow. It was kind of interesting. It was interesting. It was fun. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, last time I saw anything of his was in 2010, mm-hmm. and it was at a show at the... Whatchamacallit, at Art Basel. Oh. Well, not specifically. I mean, not at the convention center at Basel. But one of like, the outside places. One of the outside places. It was a very unique outside place because it was a strip club. Oh, he was doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so he was painting on strippers. Oh, wow. And they were, like, dancing and stuff like oh, that. Shit. And he also had some stuff hanging on the walls, too. I see. That's and weird. I was like, wow, all right. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it, was a, it, was, it was a funny kind of weird outing wow that is kind of weird yeah yeah i I think i remember he was kind of doing the series of women Mm. yeah but then uh he's back to doing his other and then the anal queen came out and did her dance and that was kind of interesting because you know she was the anal queen (laughs) (laughs) like the dj fucking announced blah 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 the anal queen whoa (laughs) was a porno star I, I don't know. I don't know whether or not she was a porno star or not, but like it was, uh, apparently was she her name, was a queen at, you know, anal. Was her name Annabelle Chong? No, no. She was the she was the <laughs> uh world's biggest gangbang. Uh, that that was her. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But she was also known as the anal queen from from what I understand. Oh, really? We interviewed her in Giant Robot. I believe she had the title for a second. I I have a wonder like whatever happened to her. I have no idea. Those documentary was kind of like sad. I thought. Yeah, it was cringy. Yeah, yeah. Because like she, it was like the she was like kind of like revealing to her mom. Yeah, that, that she's a porno star. Yeah, who just gets gang banged. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I remember even watching the world's largest gang bang when I was in like college or mm-hmm. you know, and just being kind of like. This is like gross. Okay, I thought yeah. you're gonna say, "Why wasn't I invited?" <laughs> like, no, it's just I, it's and gnarly. like, and there was it was gnarly because like there was a lot of issues like with like, you know, like guys weren't wearing condoms, they weren't being <sighs> tested, you know, fucking for potential like STDs, and some dudes had long fingernails. Oh, really? <laughs> Evidently, that's why I think it, one of them. I think she did this more than once, and it got cut short once because some guy cut her with his finger. Ew. And uh, yeah, in the VJ spot with a fingernail and cut it. That's yeah, gnarly, right? It's like what? Yeah. Ugh. But then, like another another uh, a couple years later, another actress like took the the title for yeah. world's largest gangbang. Yeah. 
you know, and it wasn't even really like you know a gangbang in terms of like numbers of guys. It, they just kind of like had a big circle of guys kind of going through yeah. one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. That's just a title, man. It's yeah. bullshit. And then they they ended it, I think, with Ron Ron Jeremy or something like that. <laughs> you know, but anyways, you know that that was. But like, I, I she kind of disappeared. You know, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I yeah. mean. We're talking twenty years later, maybe is it that long, or fifteen years later, mm. uh, or something? So she's might be fifty years old now, right? Or maybe, or more. I don't know. Yeah, how old she was. you're right. So she might be like fifty-five years old. She could be married with kids, or she could just be a fifty-five-year-old hot lady. She could be. <laughs> I don't know. She could be. I have no idea. Like, you know, fucking, like, you know, people, like, I, maybe, no I don't know whether or not it's a matter of perspective or if it's just the way we are aging because of our, we are becoming increasingly more and more conscious of health. Sure. You know, and that, like, we are, you know, like, I, 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 I ask people, like, how old I look. You know, and I often get like thirty something years old. Oh shit! You know, yeah, awesome. which is kind of weird to me, which Fuck. is great to me. But Way like, to go. but like that's like ten years, you know, fucking younger than I actually am. Right. You know, um, now I, I was getting older than my age, unfortunately, because maybe the gray hair. Oh. I was getting older than my age. I was when I was like forty-two. People were like, "Yeah, you're like maybe forty-five," and I was like, "Fuck, I'm oh. the Asian guy that's going the wrong way." Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I, I got that a bunch. Oh, you got too much stress, Eric. No, it's just stress, gray hair. dude. Like, nah, no. stress. Yeah, it's just gray hair. You don't it's believe genetics. in you don't believe in stress and gray hair. It's genetics. Because stress and gray hair, like, you know, like, uh, I wonder if there's any scientific fucking, like, you know. Um, I think it's just genetics for me, man. My mom had gray hair at a very young age and, you know, whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I'm good. Because I live like a pretty, like, well, I don't know. Maybe I do live a pretty kind of somewhat. Stressed like, this, out. This, 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 no, the stress kind of comes in and out. You know what I mean? Like, right. once in a while, I'm totally stressed out. Another time, other times, I'm just kind of like. Yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> sit around, watch the news for the next five hours, and build Gundams. You know, that's the life. <laughs> it, it kind of is the life, man. But like, um, the but like, you know, so like, but like, I, I'm also like, I know it's like, you know, my sideburns are getting the the salt and pepper action, and the corners of my head, like my mom has like these white patches like on the corners, and right. so I'm like, it's 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 coming in, it's happening, it's happening, yeah, you know, and then my hair is getting fucking thin. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> any, any anything coming up on the old feed there? Um, well, June Watanabe, the enrolled agent, asks, uh, you know, how do you determine your price? Is it by the hour, like your hours you spend? I mean, this is not a good question for you at this point. I, I would say, um, but I don't know. I, Time I say- to a certain degree, medium to a certain degree, size to a certain degree, right? But different artists, I mean, at different stages, can price things different in different ways. I think. You know, when you, from my personal experience, in the very beginning, you're just trying to secure that sale. You want that red dot. Yep. You know, you want people. You want to like like if in a group show, and you're walking around and you're looking at stuff and you see that red dot. Boom! It's, it's validation. Yeah. It is validation. Well, that is proof, proof of concept, literally. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, like, I guess it makes sense. You post it show. Right. Your post its look like they took about, what, 
a minute each. <laughs> Sometimes, right? Some, some, of, some of them do. Definitely, some a of them minute do. each. One minute, <laughs> but that piece is only twenty five dollars, which you get, you know, half or whatever. So twelve fifty for one minute. But you know, <laughs> you're you're an artist of note, so you know Gary Baseman could take one minute, yeah. and, and people still buy it in a second. They'll yeah. line up overnight. So um, you know. <laughs> It's one of those things, man. Some people are going to spend hours on one post-it, literally, because they're making paintings on them, right? Full yeah. paintings. Yeah. And they're just going to spend hours on a post-it, and they're still going to be $25. Well, yeah, oh, you know, but I mean, they're, they're going to, they want that social currency. You know, part of it is securing the bag, man. It's securing the dot. Well, you know? that, it's securing the dot. And another thing <laughs> is, is that, like, you know, it's all about, like, you know, like, if you know what it's like for cl- what collector mentality is like. You know, a person buys a $25 piece, they look at it, they admire it, they enjoy it, they think about it, and they think, And one of the things that creeps into their head is, next time, I want to get something bigger. I hope so. And next time, I want to get something a little bit more substantial, you know? And so that's kind... I like to think that's like what they're, they're thinking. That's like well, or maybe they're the ones that just really well. Some some are there. For some it. are I'm, like yeah. Some I'm going to say that, but I mean, but there's some that are literally don't have the money, but they have the time. Right. So they'll spend. You know, they they want to get. They want to be early up in line and try to get an Audrey, get a you, get a Gary Baseman, get you know get like, that elusive James Jean. Yeah, but all that is because some of them literally can't. They just can't afford it. Right. You know, they wouldn't be able to afford any of these artists at their full size and reg even at a. The, the minimum price of their work right. couldn't afford it. So right. yeah. there is that too. Yeah. So, no, I mean, know. understandably so. Like, well, for sure, you know, man. That's, um, that's kind of what makes it all fun. But the social currency of it is really strong, right? right. Post to show, like, post to show Instagrams is crazy. You know, just people sharing pictures and stuff. Oh. It's, it's, it's wild times. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's a very busy. Do you, do, you, well, do you use a specific hashtag for that show? I don't know. Post, it, post, 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 post it show 15, post it show 2019 type of thing. But uh, it's a very heavy amount of posting, man. You should, like, you know. It's heavy. You should, you should start, you, like, when you do your show, invi- show invites, you should, like, recommend specific uh, post yeah. uh, hashtags. Because I think every year it's always like post it show 2019 or something. Or, yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. it post it like, show or is it post it note show? No, it's the word note. It's too long, man. Post it show. Yeah, I think it's post it show. Post it yeah. show. Yeah. Because yeah. like hashtag post it show should always be in there. There's and a then lot, post dude. Hashtag post it show. There's like, you know. So many photos every t- year. 2019. Yeah, mm-hmm. so many photos every year. It's, it's kind of amazing. I mean, yeah. But I always think that, I always tell the young artists, I'm like, you know, don't do it for the money. Do it for the social currency. Like, yeah. get your shit in there and make good shit that people are going to share because they have to. Like, it's just too good to, to ignore. Yeah. Even if you're of no name. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Because people and then, there, and then there are the dummies who think, are thinking financial without having a name. And they're just like thinking, well, you know, I'm only going to get whatever, you know, it's $25 thing. And I'm, I'm only going to spend 20 minutes at the most because, you know, like you're going at the wrong way. Right. You know, you're not ready for this yet. You're not ready for that attitude, you know? Right. That attitude is earned over like a decade of work at least. Yeah. You're not going to be able, you can't have that in one day. No. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. So I do get that. And I'm like, don't think of it that way. You're going to, you're going to lose if you do that. Right. You're no, going right. to be the mofo that's going to make 20 and you're going to get 20 back. Yep. And you're, I'm going to be like, nope. No, no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough one. No, it is a tough one, and and I think that like you know, especially if you're a young artist and you get invited to be a part a part of such a show where you're going to have like some of like the bigger names of 
the the scene. Sure. You know, participating, and, and your yeah. your your work will be hung on the same walls of a, sure. as a James Jean, sure. as an Aji Kawasaki, as a fucking Gary Bassman, and with a heavy amount of eyes internationally, just people looking, you know, yes. like I pictures. Yes. People like are crazy over them. Like you want to fucking like next level that shit. It will it will fucking you will be doing yourself a favor by you know putting you know a lot of work into it. I believe that you know so you know and I think that like you know. I mean, yeah, like, okay, I did a couple of fucking post-it notes a couple of years ago where I closed my eyes, tried drawing my character, and fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think you probably have, like, almost like a 90-plus percent sell rate of your post-its, right? Actually, I don't think I've ever gotten any of mine back. I think I might have threw one away. Oh, cool. You know, one of the ones that you were like, yeah, I don't know, and I was just like, dude, no. <laughs> I didn't throw it away though. But I'm saying I, I, is, I'm really, saying is, you know, there's like some. I was just like this you know, one. This of, one is like you can't be serious. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, that one might have went like behind the counter or something. Where uh, I was just like, I'm leaving this. Wait, one here. you know, was it? Uh, what? Don't tell me it was the I hate. No, we, you sold. The, I hate you one. Everything sold. I, I think that. Remember but, that one was the one. Yeah, um, Sean that, that had the wreck. That sold. Everything sold. <laughs> yeah. And then you just like derpy like raccoon. It says I hate you. Because it had that yeah. picture of like it was this great paint. It's on, it's on my Instagram. Like oh, and, and Candy Bolton just made a comment. Oh hey Candy, can you believe it? A female listens. Oh, yes, yes. High five. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Candy Bolton. She's a great artist. Um, she is. She said she. I always put hours into my post its. Ha ha. Yes. I'm just happy to be part of the show. Nice. Mm. Actually, Candy is going to be at uh, what you gonna call Decon. No, uh, yeah, well, I think I think Candy's going to be at Decon, but she's actually also going to be doing Complex Con. Oh my god, yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, and she's going to be on this podcast, maybe. and she's going to be on the podcast. Yeah, luck, lucky us, yeah, yeah. yeah. You no, know, you know, I, yeah, probably one of our first like full female artists. Like, yeah, we had like Georgico, <laughs> but like that was like a guy and a a a, a, a girl, oh, but like you know, god. like what is wrong with we're, us? We're intimidating. <laughs> You know, a lot of testosterone here. A lot of testosterone. You know, we have man candy. <laughs> we got the man candy. You know, we've got man candy. We got the man candy. Yeah. <laughs> man candy. Nice. You can't. You can't have none. How are we doing now? Uh, we're good, man. Uh, any other questions for anybody out there? You have just a moment to say something. But uh, so tell tell me about this upcoming show, Eric. <laughs> we couldn't think of a, a good name, so revival became a fun name. Mm. Yeah. Just was that you or did someone? Me. It was oh. me. Okay. And uh, just thinking, you know, like reviving pieces from the past type of thing that maybe I still have. And I have a, there's a lot of great pieces by great artists yeah. that are still, you know, in, in the, the GR vault. Yeah. And then, but then there's also pieces by artists, uh, get this, who are bringing stuff in. Rob Sato gave me some stuff from his vault. Really? Peter, Peter Chan from his vault. Uh, his wife, Taylor Lee, the, she does sculptures, is bringing some. Godolin de Rosamel might be bringing stuff. Cozy and Dan bringing stuff. Oh, wow. So I have some artists bringing stuff. I didn't really make a call out and ask, but if just, it's one of those things where I just kind of like, if I didn't have anything, and I was like, do you got anything? And it was sort of like that. But if mm. I don't, you know, it's just mostly the artists where I, I just, if I didn't have anything, I was like, well, I can get them involved. Nice. Yeah. But, you know, if I have your stuff, you know, like, 
yours, Luke. I have some, so yeah, there'll, there'll be some. There'll be some. Oh, there'll be some stuff from um, you know, like let's say the Hawaii show that people really didn't get to see. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put that in here. Nice. So, um, you nice. know, there'll, there'll be stuff. Man. Are you going to go down to the office and? Like, oh man, there's gonna be a little, yes, yes, yeah. There's stuff. Nice, yes. nice. Yes, and I was even thinking, should I bring? I have one glow in the dark cause original cause companion glow in the dark. A figure that's just kind of like sitting around, and I was like, "Should I sell that and put that on the wall?" <laughs> it's from the vault. I don't mind selling uh, it if you fucking. I don't mind selling it. It's just it's yeah. not art though, so you know it's sort of like, eh. yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you can be able to get the price that you want for it, yeah, I don't even know. So I will have to figure that. Out. I'll yeah. have to ask one of the. I mean, you the, can't the like sell heads. it at the highest flipper price, but you can no. sell it like a little bit lower than yeah. the highest flipper. I don't price. know. I was thinking maybe that because I I particularly don't care about that one thing and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I hope it's not sticky. I don't I hope not either. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So, okay. So, so uh, June, June, the enrolled agents just makes, made a comment instead of a question. And he said, there's a lot of talk about gangbangs. <laughs> <laughs> just, just uh, only one, just the world's biggest. Yeah. That's a, that's we, a, we, we only go big. <laughs> You know, and Two, like, it's got to be two hundreds or more. And Annabelle Chong, I hope you're doing good out there. Yeah, I don't know who the one who beat her was. The no, I don't know. Is it some white girl? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Just kidding. I love the white oh, girls too. I love my, the white girls too. My goodness, my goodness. Anyways, so thanks for listening, you guys. Yeah, I think um, yeah, next week we'll be back on maybe with a guest, maybe not. Hopefully, but probably we'll see. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk to you then. All right. Yeah. Robot and the bear. <laughs> Robot and the bear.